This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Taste the Mediterranean through March 19th at Whole Foods Market. Save on Animal Welfare Certified Bone-In Beef Short Ribs, Sustainable Wild-Caught Sockeye Salmon, and more. Find sales on Parmigiano-Reggiano, Charcuterie and Ground Lamb. Grab an Olive Bull Bread from the Bakery. Plus, wines from the Mediterranean start at just $8.99. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. Forever. Dog. Hello, jabronis. Thank you for dining with us here at this professional wrestling-themed restaurant. Get ready for a podcast menu filled with sandwiches, elbow drop macaroni, Superman fruit punch, and our popular appetizer, king of the onion rings all items are seasoned with moon salt that's a spice that gives the food a super kick matt cardona joins us to talk pro wrestling themed restaurants on today's celebrity edition of podcast the ride Welcome to Podcast The Ride presents Celebruary, a podcast that believes a meal is not deemed great by the ingredients, but by how embarrassing the name is to say to a waiter. My name is Michael Carlson. Joining me as always, Jason Sheridan. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Either either how embarrassing or how regular it is. Those are the two options. You mean like just saying hamburger, like, a, like just yeah. without a fun name? Because I'm talking about like Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. Which is a great meal, but it's a very embarrassing thing to say out loud to uh, one of the wait staff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's different than just saying all of the chicken sandwich versus all of the broken finger sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, uh, Scott Gardner. How do you feel on this topic? Well, I mean, what I feel it you you led exactly to what I was thinking at the top, which is sometimes we talk for a while at the beginning, and I was worried this time, like, boy, if we do a lot of intro stuff, we're not going to be able to read every single item on the menu of the WCW Nitro Grill. Yeah, that's basically if if there's an attraction. Obviously, our guest is a big part of this attraction, but also just reading the names on these menus is so exciting to us, and it's going to be something that everyone should be excited about. Let's bring him in because we don't have a second to waste here. Uh, this guy is a multi-multi-hyphenate. He's the Michael Jordan of action figure collecting. He's the Deathmatch King. He hosts the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, the Major Land Podcast, which is about theme parks. You can see him wrestle in GCW, NWA, Impact Wrestling. He also sounds a lot like a ghost boy that haunts the American Dream Mall in New Jersey. <laughs> and he's a very good friend of Podcast The Ride. It's Matt Cardona, folks. What an intro. How Thank about you very it? much. It's actually the Michael Jordan of wrestling for you collecting. Oh, I f shoot. <laughs> I thought I had such a good. I was like, this is the best intro I've ever written. And now I it was good. It was good. Yeah. It just wasn't great. Shit. 
<laughs> it wasn't great. No, I know that. I listened to that up podcast. Your game. Got up yeah. your game. Oh, I'm going to yeah. edit it out to make myself look smarter. Well, thanks for having me back on, guys. Of course. Thank you for doing this. Uh, before we start real quick, there's a couple things I have to address. I just want to congratulate you on the release of a fantastic action figure. Oh, oh nice. look at that. I know uh, this is an audio podcast only. but Of for, course. We'll show a picture, though. Oh, for, okay. Where, where does this go? This doesn't go anywhere, right? Does it go on your Patreon, the, the video? No, no video. Nobody gets it. We no. might do that, though, eventually. Uh, 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 bare minimum, mm. okay? He's holding up my, my <laughs> Super right. 7 Matt Cardona figure, which... That's right. I believe those are Michelangelo and Nunchucks. Okay, yeah. So these are the same scale as the Ninja right. Turtles made by Super 7. So your hand perfectly holds a Nunchuck and many of the Ninja Turtles' weapons, which is very exciting to me. And I have you displayed being interviewed by April O'Neil. I like that. Now, so, are you going to get the, the Disney Super 7s, which are also in the same universe? So I'm in the same universe as Donatello, you know, yes. Mickey Mouse. Yes. The, now the, Bart Simpson. There are so many I'm living different my dream. properties going to be in scale to you and your yeah. co- co-host, Brian. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Like Prince John from Robin Hood. Like, there's all sorts of hijinks you're going to be able to get up to on my display shelf. And it's very well, exciting. I'm a little uh, scared, but... Well, you, I, am I going to make you fall in love with someone? Maybe. I'm already in love. I have a wife. I understand. You have a great That's wife. That's true. But this is and an And you're alternate. about to have a Pinocchio little puppet boy son. You're <laughs> about to have a... That's right. Fully articulated Super 7 wow. Pinocchio. I'm going to have you holding... I'm going to have Matt and Pinocchio holding hands, doing something cute. I don't know what Are it is Are they making Pinocchio? Yeah, he's the first wave. He's coming out in the first wave. Does he have like interchangeable nose? So he has it different grow- heads, multiple. Oh, lengths. I like. You know what? That's great. I like that. Yeah. So say hello to your new son, uh, his name's <laughs> Pinocchio. I don't like. I don't like the equating of sons and Pinocchio. I'm against this. I, the, you gotta. It's church and state. It's too creepy. Well, we still look, we've separate. talked about podcast the ride toys, and I now it feels like we need to get the same Super Seven scale if we ever land on like what type of toys, so we can have Scott holding hands with Pinocchio as well. No. And maybe no, no, a no. variant where Scott is dressed as Peter Pan. <laughs> I now, don't. You guys aren't all action figure guys, right? Just Mike? I'm the I big only, action figure guy. Yeah, but Scott's got a lot of like collectibles. I got a couple shit. back there, but it's nothing in comparison. I have every iteration of Rex that exists between okay. the... Uh, he's got the... As you see, he's got the contemporary behind him. Yeah, that's true. It's all like it's a sp- it's a spare amount of <laughs> Disney whole, related oh, I see it stuff. Out. I thought it was yeah, an old yeah. fan. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. No, it's not trash. I've been meaning to uh, to, to donate I <laughs> to, see it to a wreckage yard. Uh, yeah, no, it's a ho- it's the the awesome hotel. You know it. It's the cool, and it lights up from the inside. You can send a, a monorail through it. It's my pride and joy. But it's not an action figure. So have it's you ever a, stayed at the Contemporary? Thing. Never stayed. No, no. It's it's not the best to stay in. I don't think it's very not Disney. You know, I mean, you could walk to the Magic Kingdom. It has California Grill. But oh, yeah, other than best. that, there's this. I want some Disney theming if I'm at the hotels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. In uh, uh, a lot of those 70s hotels, you can feel the size. You can feel like, boy, this is a little box. It, may, it might be right. a little like depressing to be here for a whole week. But then on the other hand, you get a lot of Disney theming at those like art of animation. And yes. The, but I, I, to me, I'm like, oh, this is too much. I don't want. I, I'm sick of looking at this giant tramp. I've passed by this tramp all week. I want. Like, <laughs> what about uh, like the all star <laughs> movies? You can swim in that outdated as fuck Mighty Ducks pool. Is that what they have there? Whoa. Oh, yeah. It's great. Of, of the That's team good, or though. of the... Uh, it must, must be of the team, I guess. Or, or the movie. 
it's got to be like the movie or maybe the cartoon either or it's outdated <laughs> yeah, yeah yes none true. of this is around yeah, now yeah right. you're right right oh weird yeah. oh maybe it's that's where i go right, next time like right mix of it um but uh, real quick too i just want to mention how if, if the audience doesn't know how dedicated to theme parks you are matt you wrestled and uh, for the people who don't know you wrestled what is called a death match that's right you, i am the death match king you're the death match king you wrestled one and then you immediately became the king that's right uh, and then i retired from deathmatch wrestling which is perfect right honestly that's the way to do it because uh, i watched the match uh stressed me out it was great but it stressed me out and if, you, if people don't know it's a violent match it's a little gory uh but you wrestle i believe on the east coast and immediately within hours you were on the west coast at that's universal right. studios that's right really in banged up so you were like there, there's no way i'm canceling my trip absolutely not yeah no, I flew cross country, did not sleep. Uh, at these shows, there's no real doctor. So I use the term loosely. A nurse stitched me up, barely cleaned me off. Uh, there were no bandages. I took a shower. I then taped towels to my back and arm. Because you were uh, bleeding. It's because surreal. bleeding. The blood, yes. would, the blood would not stop. The blood would not stop. Yes. But I had gross, to yes. make it to uh, my Disneyland and Universal trip that I had this planned. Yeah, this is dedication. The, the, the plan was I'll just fly there. I'll find like a gym, like an L.A. fitness, use their shower, and then I'll go to Universal. But I could not move. I was still bleeding. I said, I cannot. Hey, I cannot work out. I can't go to a gym. Yeah. I need to find some sort of hotel and clean myself off. So I checked into that Universal Studios hotel, which is pretty expensive, but I needed to be like right there. Um, mm -hmm. And I took a shower and I, I listen, I try to be cautious. I put towels over the comforter to take a nap. I needed a little nap and I just bled out all the way through to the uh, not quite the mattress, but the mattress cover all the way through. This uh, is, yeah, oh, this is insane. Yeah, it was That's pretty gory. Uh, my fiance met me. She cleaned me up, bandaged me up, went to Universal, did all the rides, then went to Disneyland, did all the rides. And it hurt. It hurt doing these. Imagine the Matterhorn riding the Matterhorn with no injury. <laughs> Yeah, but you like have Simpsons ride everything bump, bumps yeah, you around a ton. But you know, I I held up that GCW World Title in front of the castle at Disneyland. It's an iconic photo. It had to be done. It had Whoa. to be yeah. done. Uh, it's. This, I mean, this is kind of a rite of passage. Of if you go to Atlantic City, there's always a chance that that could happen. So sure. you know, you just <laughs> kind of guaranteed uh, uh, that that happened. You know? Right, and uh, and I'm sure this this podcast is going to be on a couple week delay, so I don't want to spoil anything, and I don't want to predict the future. But if I win the NWA World's Heavyweight Title this weekend, I'm going right to France, right to Disneyland Paris, and I will take a picture of the me and the title in front of the castle wow. there. Wow. Hell that, yeah. Hell wow. yes. That is awesome. But if I lose, then this means nothing. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's a false promise. That's fair. <laughs> but the it, intention is clear. Uh, That's right. So anytime, I mean, anytime you're holding a, uh, a title and you have a theme park trip, you were going to take a picture with the belt in front of the what they call the weenie. The weenie? <laughs> is it the weenie is what they call like the icon of the park. That's a. This I didn't. Is an, this, news this, to me. This is an insider term. I hate term. this phrase. I hate uh, anytime weenie comes up. Ugh, that's the lamest <laughs> the term. Like it's, it's, it's it, not just the castle, but like spaceship Earth or the Chinese theater. Anything. It's, anything that's like the icon of the park. It okay, draws well, you on. down so you, to, the, to the center of the park. You know, like a, a weenie. Like for Jason, <laughs> a big hot dog weenie would get him. Would pull him from wherever he this is. This is the first time I'm ever hearing this term. Now, listen, I know you guys are above me on the theme park psychoness, but I'm pretty up there. 
I've never yeah. heard the term weenie. Yeah, I, it was new. I, Jason's the one who I think told me about it, told us about it. Maybe not long ago. Maybe not long ago. I feel like I probably just what's like. The, what's the spell? It's uh, W E E N I E. Okay. Like like weenie, mm-hmm. like a, yeah, you know, like weenie. weenie I have Rose. no idea too. We I wish I should look into like the history, like where does this come from? Who came up with this? You know. So mm-hmm. hold on, let's backtrack for a second. You think the Chinese theater is the weenie over Tower of Terror? Oh well, I, well when it opened, yeah, right, maybe it's right, not so right. much anymore. But right. um, but you yeah, see yeah. it. I mean, most of it. Usually, it's like when you walk in, you see it like straight sure, away. Or sure. yeah, that's that's generally what it means. But obviously, Spaceship Earth is the front of the park, right? Not the back, like the other. So, so like the big tree at Animal Kingdom is the weenie. The big tree is yeah, the weenie. weenie. So, so you're getting used to it. Like it seems like you're taken to this weenie so term California better Adventure, than me. What's the weenie? What's the weenie? Uh, yeah, I didn't adventure. have one. I think now right. it's the Carthay Circle restaurant, but that's it's not the strong. I guess it's not the strongest park in in a weenie sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's a weenie there. Maybe there's not. not a Ferris wheel. There's mm-hmm. Ferris wheel. Okay, yeah. I, but that that breaks your rules of it being as soon as you walk in the park. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's true. I would yeah. say DC California Adventure has uh, not one big weenie, but a few little weenies. Okay, that's what sure. I would say. Hmm. Yeah, they yeah. have little weenies, at but California. they used to just have that like tin can sun, which was truly not a weenie. Uh, so they've got, they got better. They're upping their weenie wow. game. Yeah. So yeah, feel free to use that. Feel free what a to chat. tell if you want to call Chelsea right now and tell her about it. Your wife, uh, she does not care. <laughs> <laughs> she does not care at all. So much so that our podcast Majorland about theme parks has been canceled because she doesn't care enough. Oh wow, <laughs> it's done. <laughs> it's not a hiatus, if you will. Okay, yeah, it'll come back. If yeah, she hears maybe. about the term, though, she might want be more intrigued. <laughs> that's that's possible. Yeah, Fire that well, baby that's up really again. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Who? Oh, who were the shit. cool guys that told you about it? Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> but we're not talking uh, about theme no, parks today. Not. Huh? We're talking about other themed things, but we're we're talking about. You know, we're, it's kind of a grab bag episode of uh, professional wrestling restaurants. Some owned by companies, some owned by, you know, specific wrestlers. Um, and we wanted to have you want to get your take on this because you obviously, you are a professional wrestler. Uh, you've worked everywhere. And you also shared with me that you have a person, you went as a young man to WWF New York. I did. And uh, without getting too much into it right now, before we really start, it didn't live up to the hype. It sucked. Oh. It was disappointment. Um so yeah. I wish it was still there, of course. I still go there, even though it's not there. It's a hard rock. But, you know, when I proposed to Chelsea Green, I said, well, we got to go to New York to celebrate. And we went to the hard rock. <laughs> so you're wow. still calling it that, yeah. even though it's a hard rock. Because right, it looks identical yeah. inside. Right. They didn't do much to it. So, yeah. So if, so if the audience doesn't know, uh, WWF, when it was the WWF, they, they made a Times Square restaurant. It was a club it was an arcade, I believe. There was an arcade in the basement, or was it up in the main level? So the main level was kind of like WWEshop.com, like some merch. Right. You know, so that was pretty cool. But then you went down these stairs, and it was this was when the theme restaurants were huge in New York City, and I love that. I'm in I'm in junior high. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. trading in my dad's beer cans and my soda cans to get money to take the train to sneak into the city. And I'm going to all these restaurants and I'm like you know, barely have enough money to get a, a hamburger. 
but I'm getting the shot glass for my collection. You know what I'm saying? Like Planet yeah. Hollywood, All Star <laughs> Cafe, WF New York. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, so, so it was you- awesome in that sense. But when you got there, uh, you know, you go to you go to Planet Hollywood. You see all the outfits, you know, right. of all your favorite movie stars. You go to like Hard Rock Cafe, and it's like you know all the musicians and stuff like that. They went to WF New York. You thought you think you'd see like Hogan's gear, like on the wall, the gobbledygooker, like his outfit on the wall. But it wasn't really like that. Uh, the theming was horrible. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I remember watching it on because t- on TV, they would always cut to it if you were watching Raw or Sunday Night Heat. And it looked like the, the only thing that would be cool is that they would have like superstars there, but you never yes, see cool that they stuff did on do. the wall. Yeah, there was like nothing on the wall. Um, once you're, you know, Obviously, when you're in the, the merchandise store, the gift shop, if you will, sure. you can tell, okay, this is WWF themed. But once you went downstairs, not really a couple things here and there, but it wasn't like I bet if they did it today, they would know how to do it. They would do it right. Like if you ever go to their, their fan access, right? They, 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 they dominate that. So I'm sure if they did it today, it would be awesome. But back then, not really. Well, yeah. hang on. I, I heard that uh, they had black walls and a chain link fence. They that sounds that, that sounds yes. like pretty good theming <laughs> yes, to me. That, that, there you go. That's um, all you need. Yeah. So, so you were when you were a young man and you went, like you remember going, like, boy, this is not nearly as good a plan as Planet Hollywood. Oh, I was so bummed out the first time I went. So bummed out, um, and I didn't keep going back because it was there for a while. Uh, yeah. I had my ninth grade birthday there. Wow. Um, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I now this is a weird story. So. I think I told you, Mike, that I had Chris Jericho on my mm, cake. And then you asked me, like, did my parents like bring the cake or was the cake there? And then, like, I got to thinking, is this a story that I've just told so many times where I think there was a Jericho cake and there really wasn't? Uh-huh, because sure. you can't, like, look up, like, did they sell cakes? I tried. Right, right. Like, like, in my mind, we ordered a Chris Jericho cake. But now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it's just, like, you know, my imagination. <laughs> and so, I've told it enough times that I believe it to be true. They probably well, had it, a cake. Yeah, was it a like with the photo of Chris? It wasn't yeah, just, shaped like Chris just, Jericho. No, just a just a photo of Chris Jericho, like one of those, yeah, like a okay. Carvel. I don't know if you guys have Carvel in L.A., but something like that. Well, maybe it was yeah. that. Maybe your parents like went to a separate location, and maybe that it was definitely didn't happen. No, no, no. <laughs> no we, we took the train in from from Long Island. We went, and I. We got the. I feel like I definitely had Chris Jericho on my cake because I know for a fact uh, we bought the Chris Jericho his first WWF action figure in the gift shop. That was oh, my wow. gift. Wow! Wow! So maybe those memories have bled together over the years. That's what I'm thinking. Or hey, listen, if someone's out there and has proved that there were cakes there, if my mom's listening, she's a picture, you know, on her oh, yeah. Kodak. Uh, who knows? Wow! In your memory, was it was like uh, somebody had drawn a picture of him on the cake, or was it one of those? No, like it was screen, just straight was like up a, like an eight by ten, like one of those like screen you can things. Get, yeah, like a screen thing. Yeah, because I remember being excited as a kid when it would be like my mom would never like do that because it was a little more expensive, right? Because I would be like, you can get, I can pull a picture out of a magazine and we can put it on the cake, <laughs> like any picture, like uh, right. And my Entertainment Weekly, there's a picture of uh, uh, Batman Forever, like we could do that. <laughs> And it was like, well, it was like probably twelve to fifteen dollars more. So right, it was like, right, well, right. we can just get the icing. We'll write Batman Forever on the cake. Sure, sure. Do it today. You could do it. I think you got it. I think we got an idea for your birthday this year. Well, you know what, Jason found that that certain McDonald's will sell you a sheet cake. Really? What? 
Jason, uh, you, yeah. yeah, discovered this. Jason texted me like it was, I feel like it was late. I feel like it was like one in the morning. And he was like, did you know <laughs> McDonald's, certain McDonald's will sell you like a birthday sheet cake. And we can't, I don't know how to tell which one, which ones will. Yeah, the art, it was just one of those like listicle things of like things you might not know about McDonald's. And it was like the bigger locations or the busier locations uh maybe ones that have play places because they would do a lot of birthday parties have sheet cakes i'm sure you had to order them ahead of time yeah. but it, and it was also like nine <laughs> or ten dollars it was an inexpensive cake too yeah it's like a cheap they'll sell and mcdonald's will sell you a cheap cake in certain locations so that's what i'm gunning for for my birthday that is coming up in a few weeks you want a McDonald's uh, cake specifically, <laughs> just to know. I want a nine dollar, a nine dollar McDonald's cake. <laughs> you should yes. make your friend. You should make all your friends go in on it, so that everybody only pays like thirty cents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to pay for that. Let's make Matt chip I, in, even though I you think... won't be there in person. <laughs> yeah, send, send us thirty. Pal. We're gonna Venmo request you for thirty cents. Okay. That's yeah. I think you should ask. You should say each friend don't get any gifts. Just just bring me a McDonald's sheet cake. So then you're stuck with a room full of them. <laughs> then every- the clock is ticking and you have to deal with a room full of sheet cakes. And then, of course, you're just setting this up so you take most of them home. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Michael. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll, let's throw it to the listeners. I mean, there's a lot of, like, anyone who listens to this podcast, I would assume, or most of them are in this in the zone where they would have been really excited about WWF New York or Planet Hollywood. So there's got to be somebody who else who had a birthday out there. And if they had a birthday, they obviously like they would have to have some kind of cake. So maybe, maybe we can find out the answer. Did they do character cakes at WWF New York? But when you look at the menu, here's the thing though that makes me think maybe no is when you look at the menu, it doesn't look like it's very much fun. The names no, are not no, much horrible. Fun. No horrible names. Now, Matt, do you agree with us that if it's going to be a theme place, it has to have na- fun names? One hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah, because because um, let me pull this. Like up even here. the body slam burger, just something, just something. add something to it. It's pretty yes. easy. It's yeah, it's, it's it doesn't take easy. any extra time. And like, this is and we want to be employed naming shit like this uh, as a full time job. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oh so wait, like, now I remember. Well, yeah, you feel free to read some boring ones, but there's one right. that I like on here. Yeah, no, there's a, there's there's a couple that at least suggest something. But like here, this is barbecue spare ribs. <laughs> <laughs> at WWF New York, New York. yeah, w- wild mushroom risotto. <laughs> like this is herb roasted half chicken. What? Give us a fucking wrestler name. W- come on, like it's crazy that they wouldn't do this. Because then, as we've det- we've figured out a lot, we talked a lot about these restaurants in the past. They'll do one or two, which is what's the confusing thing, right? So, like Scott, I don't know if you were talking about the desserts. Where we finally yeah. get something fun, which is the People's Sunday, which The Rock was the People's Champion. I like uh, the People's Sunday, and I like that it is, it's a just a regular long description of what's in the Sunday, but then at the end that it is well, what about pinned with a cherry. As well. <laughs> right. Yeah, Scott, you're right. It says pinned with a cherry, so you get a little fun thing with pinned. Love that. But That's yes. great. Rings and, of Saturn, though, I think is weird. That is a themed name, but like, it does, is. That, does that have anything to do with, is that a wrestling reference? Yes, yes, so yes. Perry Saturn and his oh. finishing move was called the Rings of Saturn. Yes. Oh, okay. So was, now, I do have a funny Perry Saturn WF New York story. I would love, I, I'm now, a big I was Perry not, Saturn fan. I was not there for this, but I was a part of this. Okay. So my friend's older brother was old enough. So after, if there was a WF event 
let's say Madison Square Garden, there would be some sort of after party at WF New York where like the wrestlers would go, stuff like that. But I was not of age to go to these parties, right? Because they had like a nightclub, whatever you want to call it. So one of my friends, older brothers went, and I'm not saying he stole Perry Saturn's cell phone, but Perry Saturn (laughs) dropped his cell phone. Okay. (laughs) Okay, got it. So he picked it up, and I'm not saying he just did not return it, right? Wow. So when, you know, he got home, he opened the phone obviously and has every wrestler's phone number in there wow so like it was this is like before we all had like computers and text messaging so he like wrote it out on pieces of paper and he would sell people the phone numbers you know (laughs) whoa so then some of us we would take like obviously when you're calling like most of the time someone wouldn't pick up but we would put our phones together so we would get their voicemail and make it our voicemail like yo this is triple h leave a message stuff like that Wow. And then we called uh, Taz from my friend's like parents' house and Taz, like we prank called him, like, like, uh, you know, he picked up, we said something hung up. He called back. He must've star six nine us. And he scared the shit out of us, like screaming at us, threatening us. And, like we ran out of the house. We were so scared. You ran, <laughs> <laughs> ran out of your own house. Well, it was my friend's house, but yeah, ran okay. out of his house. Cause you thought he was like coming. He thought he was coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He did not come. He did not. But it worked. I mean, uh, he's was intimidating guy. But That's like crazy. Like, for instance, if I if I lost my now I have it passcode protected, obviously. Of course. But if my phone dropped out at a park, you know, fell off a ride and it didn't shatter, and someone picked it up, they could have Vince McMahon's phone number. <laughs> they could, have, <laughs> you know, Dolph Ziggler, The Miz, John Morrison, you name it. John Cena, it's in the phone. That, it's yeah, crazy. That is cr- sure. I mean, yeah, it's like well, you have to put the, like. Look, secret like names to to really protect it fully yeah yeah let me ask though does that mean you could either you either have or you could get chris jericho's number and text like hey man um weird question do you remember the cake situation situation i could text him i don't think he would know the answer <laughs> okay. did you ever pose specifically for a cake photo <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, every superstar at the time had to pose on a day for a cake. We're doing your cake. Vince is directing <laughs> yeah. the cake shoot. But yeah, just looking at this menu, horrible. Like, right away, this is not, you only have one chance to make a first impression. And as a young kid coming to New York, so excited, I opened this menu. First of all, look at the pricing. For me, I, I'm looking at the hamburger. I definitely got a kid's menu because I remember getting the burger. I must have ordered up the kid's menu in like eighth or ninth grade there's no way i was affording that that new york strip the filet mignon there's no way yeah you'd have to order yeah like a kid's meal yeah i like that the kid's meal has a fruit roll up with it that's a good kid's side yeah that is funny that is like that's as good like i guess that's better than a happy meal but it really feels like it does feel it feels fun but also feels cheap as hell right like we just bought we just went out to the the kroger or wherever it was in new york we went out to the (laughs) cvs uh, and just bought, yeah, and bought a, a box of fruit roll-ups, and we'll just throw it on a kid's plate. Who they don't give a shit. They came here for to think that they were going to meet a wrestler, uh, and then they okay. They they're selling a freezer mug. Is that something you bought at the time? I did not buy the freezer mug. Uh, I, before we recorded this, I I did steal when I was there, like the the bar menu, and I was gonna you know bring it and show it to you guys, but I can't find it. I still have it all these years later. Oh wow! Um, I thought that was cool, but I don't recall them being any cool drinks on there either. Yeah, I, I did see that too, and it didn't feel like there was anything remarkable. I mean, the only it feels like the only thing that was cool was if you went on the right Sunday, 
they were doing something they were shooting something live and you could get it there and they did like events they, they did they, they did events there for instance the the finale to tough enough right was there where, where maven is crowned the tough enough season one winner right. uh, maven good friend of mine uh we're actually as ridiculous as it sounds we're gonna the major reservoir podcast we're gonna have like a party in new york city in times square this upcoming may and we're gonna have like maven as the uh like the guest of the night to celebrate the 20 years of him winning wow. tough enough in times square obviously i'd love to do it at WF new york uh but it's not there and hard rock would be way too expensive we'll probably do it some no name shitty bar mm. off uh off one of the side streets <laughs> but still you get the idea yeah did you ever even yeah. just ask like how much would it be at hard rock to no, the stage is there it, right there's oh yeah there's no way we could afford something like that no way yeah well uh, yeah that's that's still really fun uh regardless of the venue but maybe hard rock would want to be involved you know now you never know and at, at one point later on when it was still you know they changed the name to like the world yeah uh, but it was still wwe uh at one point there was a toys r us across the street in times square so if you're a big nerd like me it was like a, a dream to go into times square bounce back and forth between wf new york whatever it's called at the time the world get some figures at toys r us uh, it was incredible. It was an incredible I mean, time to be a wrestling fan. What a great day. Did you is that remember? That crazy, sorry, is that that crazy Toys R Us with the Ferris wheel and all yes, that? That was yes. right to man. Wow. That's yes, I met, uh I met Hulk Hogan there. And I, I, I cut <laughs> cut class in 11th grade to meet Hulk Hogan there. Uh, and you know, in WF New York that day or WWE, whatever it's called that day. Wow. wow. Did you, can I ask, did you go to the Mars restaurant? I did, in. and there was an there was an uh, bro. That was my thing, <laughs> was to do all the the theme restaurants. The Mars uh, was ahead of its time. Had one of those like elevators, almost like uh, Escape from Gringotts. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're going out. You know, it was like a fake elevator. Right? Did you like what take a, friends there, and were you like, this shit is cool? And they were like, this is the weirdest. Like, no, I, I, my friends were kind of into. We would always pick like we would like take the 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 train into the city, yeah. uh, go to Chinatown, get some like bootleg VHSs, some bootleg mm -hmm. Oakley sunglasses, you know, stuff like that, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then go to Times Square and, and walk around and always always pick a theme restaurant, you know, whether wow. it be the World <laughs> or All Star Cafe. What else was there? Anything, you know, Planet Hollywood. Wow, All Star what Cafe. Was, yeah, what was All Star Cafe like? That came up a little bit last week, but I don't really know what it was like inside or like what you it was could more do of like a, like a sports kind of like a sports kind of setting you know like they have like Hollywood. somebody's like like ken griffey's bat or whatever was yeah it, stuff like that right i believe yeah okay hmm. so would you rank wwf new york the lowest of all those like i would have you to 100 percent. i would have to that's such a bummer because just how, because uh, just because of how cool it could have been right right, right and even exactly. back then though they didn't take their uh their history their nostalgia they didn't like you know they didn't take it seriously really they you know it wasn't yeah. until the early 2000s where they really uh you know paid homage to the the legends and the classic superstars if you will in the history right. like now they could do so many fun things like imagine like what they could do now like just take some of the things they use at wrestlemania access the big fan fest and just yeah pop it up at a restaurant they yeah that i'm trying to think like right a little bit after this even closed i forget what wrestlemania in chicago i went to it was 22 or something and they had you could call a match there yeah but it was still low it was still smallish but you could tell right. they were figuring it out like sure. what people might want um let me real we, now this i would say like compared to and i don't and none of us went to the nitro grill in las vegas but nitro grill seems like it's actually got the right idea here but let me let me show a couple clips here from new york real quick that that okay. i do like uh 
And when, when did this close, by the way? This, like, 99 was opening, and when was it done? Uh, it closed in uh, April of 2003. Okay. Oh, geez, that's a pretty short run. But you fit in a few visits. Uh, oh, man. I did, for sure. Well, wow. Um, okay, so this is, they would do, like, fun. This is one of my favorite, uh, I remember this, I remember watching this live. Uh, this is, just to describe what it is, there's a claw machine. So they seem to have a pretty good arcade, Okay, I will say. Uh, I don't which, recall the arcade. I'm, I'm, uh, arcades were big in New York City. They probably did have one. I mean, obviously they did. I'm looking at it right here. Yeah, it's a pretty big arcade. And they're doing a little sketch. We'll put, we'll post a clip of this. But uh, Kane, the wrestler, is very tall, very scary with the mask on. He tries to win a claw machine for a little boy. Uh, and claw machines are very hard. I only have one. I have one friend named Jeff who is an expert at a claw machine, and no one really? else I know is. He gets it every time. It's unbelievable. I don't know how he does it. Kane did not get it. Kane did not get it. So he's looking around and he breaks the glass. <laughs> Jesus <through>. Christ. <laughs> oh. Puts his fist through the glass, gives the picks out one to a bunch of the toys and then starts throwing it, which is just real fun. And he gives the kid all the toys. Very dangerous. I mean, he just like the glass could have hit the kid in the head. Uh, let's be honest. But uh, it was the 90s or no, it was 2001, was which 2001. is basically the 90s. Uh, here's a another quick clip I'd like to post here. They're just this is uh, sort of uh, they were showing clips of it during Monday Night Raw. Harry Reynolds is showing up. There you see the mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. Here he is. New York. And the mayor's not coming along, by the way. That's his fiance. Oh really? The mayor is going to party. And then, you know, Jerry Lawler's getting a little horny for Mayor Rudy, Rudy Giuliani's <laughs> fiance. So the mayor partied at WWF New York. Hell uh, yeah. Wow. The eventual star of the masked singer himself. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I really think Rudy, that should have been more, Rudy should have gotten a little bit more involved in the company and showing up at WrestleManias and Royal Rumbles. Now I think you'd be a great manager for any of the companies. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> some people might think he was a little too over the top in how he comes off, maybe. Um, but I don't no, know. No, well, he's I a great actor, as we saw in that sketch where he's in drag with Trump. He 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 <laughs> commits to personas. I'm excited to see the mask that he's in and yeah. how well he wears that character. I think he's a fine performer. He stole the and, show in Borat too. He's it's an excellent performance in so, Borat. So, yeah, so a lot of stuff was going on there, but, yeah, unfortunately, they're going to have to do something uh, uh, different. Like, there's talk about a Hall of Fame in Orlando that's never happened, and, like, they're going to have to yeah. do something that's really on the level that we're imagining as far as, well, like, I, I think their history. The, the, the restaurant just came a little too late. You know, you say it opens in 99. It's, like, almost the tail end of the Attitude Era, but how could you open a restaurant as soon as things get hot? Of course, there needs to be some planning that gets involved. Yeah. And then that Attitude Era, that that late 97, depending on when you consider the Attitude Era ending, like early 2001, it, it quickly dies, and everyone yeah. just trades in their DX and NWO shirts and doesn't like wrestling anymore. Yeah, you know, So right. who's going to this restaurant? And you got to assume the rent for that place is astronomical. Yes. Oh, it's millions. Be. Millions Heart and millions of Times a year. Square. 
Yes. I'm looking at literally a copy-pasted thing that says exactly that. The rent is astronomical. I don't know where I got this from, but it's this is something pointed out that nobody makes money in Times Square to the point where no business can actually be successful there. We've talked about this with CityWalk, how like a right. lot of places are, it's just like to have a big ad for your company right. for places sure. where it actually makes money. So yeah, I think it did horribly, probably. Yeah, and there was, I was reading too, there was, uh, there was uh, the former manager of the location uh, scammed WWE out of $400,000. Jesus. <laughs> uh, and that was, yeah, he uh, got arrested for this and that he used the allegedly ill-gotten gains to buy himself a $160,000 speedboat. <laughs> he stole money and used it on a speedboat. <laughs> like he almost can't be like mad at that. Expensive speed, 160000 I don't know how much boats cost, but $160,000 seems like a lot for a speedboat. But that's just, I don't know maybe what I'm talking about. Extra speedy, I hope. Very fast boat. You can buy with for 160000 Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Uh, Mike, and then did you see that? Uh, oh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, also, I don't know, Scott, if you saw this, and I couldn't find any footage or pictures to confirm this, but according to We're probably to Wikipedia, going for the same thing, yeah. Prince played WWF New York. Prince <laughs> did like an after show. He did a regular concert at a regular venue and then showed up at the WWF New York at midnight and played till two. And you see that guest list? That's yeah, insane. <laughs> Alicia Keys, Questlove, George Clinton, <laughs> Larry Graham, and Doug E. Fresh. Like, and not even the main concert. This is right. just like, I'm tossing this shit off. Who cares? Right. This <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, there, there could have been like a, a Farouk and Bradshaw were doing a bit there like hours before. Right. And then Prince is jamming out with Questlove, which sounds, <laughs> I mean, that sounds great. Did you guys find information about Chris Angel, the mind freak? He kind of like had a residency there, if you will. Wait, and really little, there? Oh yeah, you guys Whoa. didn't find that when it was called the world. So it switches its name right, to right. the world because I think they just want people to come in. You know, they don't <laughs> want people. People are scared, of, yeah. or not that they're scared of wrestling. They just don't give a shit at that time. Right. Like the attitude there is over, so they're not coming to see WWE. So they want oh, I'll go to the world, and they kind of get tricked into WWE. Right. You know what I'm saying? But Chris Angel was like the face of that place, like doing shows and like yeah. Whoa, whoa, no, I yeah, you gotta find, find that. Jeez. Wow, Google that, you, baby. Did you see him there? I did not. I did not see them. No. Were you into Chris Angel though at that time? I was not. I'm not not into Chris Angel. I just wasn't into Chris Angel. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We're uh, we're kind of into Chris Angel and maybe will be increasingly as as time goes on. Just there as might a little be some tease. Chris Angel content coming to the podcast very yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, incredible! So we will we'll look into that more 
and do a follow-up too if we can find mm. some more information about this well yeah he did mind freak in 2001 uh two months after 9-11 uh he, it was an off-broadway thing and then he st- like this yeah that was the, it was the beginning of it being like a legitimate theater that did other stuff besides right. wrestling wow crazy huh. a theater in the round it was apparently wow um geez wow so uh, and he likes his close-up magic. So you're allowed the, the, the intimacy uh, uh, is maybe the appeal of this place. I, I, I talked to my friend Tommy Blotcha, who was an Attitude Era writer, and he worked on like like he did shows uh, uh, at this venue. And he said the thing that he liked about it was the intimacy that it was like a different vibe than sure. uh, than a big arena. But um, you know, the, it does sound like the theming leaves something to be desired. So that that overrides the other. I'd say yeah. They had another. They had a place called WWF or WWE Niagara Falls as well. Yes, yes. I did not go to yeah. that. And I was going to ask because you overlap with when that closed. I think in the company, but it doesn't. So was that in Canada or like in that? It was in like the states or Canada part of Niagara Falls. That I, I it's never Canada because I I went there I, like from Toronto. I went there, so I was I I ended up in a, like a like a gastropub kind of place that I didn't know at the time is the space that was the uh, this Niagara Falls restaurant. Now that wasn't a was it a restaurant or just a like a. Like a merch store. Oh, you're right. Yes, it was not a restaurant. Right, it was, it was yeah, a they, restaurant. they did but away with that did, component. They did have a ride called the Pile Driver. <laughs> exactly. They had a ride. Yes, a, dro- yes. a tower a ride. WWE yeah. ride. Now, I don't think it was as themed as the Tower of Terror. <laughs> More like a Doctor Doom, I would say. One of those uh, Doctor Doom style ones. Yeah. I don't think a... it was even as oh, themed God. as Doctor Doom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you got the logo, WWE logo at the top of it, and then yes. it says pile driver in some of the ugliest font. Yes. Pile, huge, driver, cool much smaller, why? <laughs> uh, and then there's a picture of John Cena and Batista. Now, uh, now think about this theming-wise, that like a scary ride, and then there's a picture of John Cena crossing his arms, or maybe you'll see like the rock around the corner looking mean at you. What does that tell you about the ride? Like you're going to, when you get up here, maybe those guys will be there, and maybe they'll rough <laughs> you up a little bit before you get on, or maybe they'll be up at the top of the tower. Yeah, they'll like, swing uh, down and uh, knock you in the head a few times. What's the like, story? What does this mean? Yes, what's the that's story of this ride? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if there's any theming. I don't know if like you can get immersed uh, you know you definitely drop into a gift shop you have to right well yeah that's a good oh, choice yeah yeah, yeah. But he's like, starting a gift do- shop too if you're doing a giant drop and it's called the pile driver and the pile driver is a move that where the the person takes the move on their head that's the way a move goes so it's like even if it was like lightly themed and like they flipped the chairs over and you right. what, what if the ride car was like jerry lawler with his legs spread and you were upside down he gave you a pile driver well no that's a better idea or I it could be like a tombstone pile driver it's undertaker themed that's you know? cr- yeah i mean what yeah it was like a giant sort of like he's on the side of the vehicle basic like it's if he i was, would like that and then he's like his arms are the restraints so oh there like you go see hugging, now, you, now you're talking yeah he's hugging everybody basically to, <laughs> <laughs> upside down that's what i like to think of the undertaker's tombstone pile driver is he's giving you an upside down hug uh so yeah there, there's all the they could have done something 
I mean, look, these ideas are, are much better, obviously, but I think they were struggling to even uh, open the place. I watched a video about it. I think it was Expedition Theme Park that said that they opened it. It wasn't it was like wasn't working on opening day, like where they did the big press event and all the wrestlers came. So that was screwed. And then some safety board shut it down immediately. Like there were Jesus. just permits they forgot to get. So it was just sitting there not operating for a long time. And then this facility closed entirely, but they didn't have the money to demolish the ride so it was or the take the sign off so you'd look up whoa a ride the pile driver and there would be no way to get Jeez. to it or to do it just rusting away for several years man wow because there's so look there would be an undertaker ride of some kind would be incredible it's obviously got to be a dark ride like a haunted mansion style yes and it's got to go through that the, yeah it's got to go through the history the like you know fantastic for so history. many years i've heard there was going to do there's gonna be some sort of collaboration at halloween horror nights yeah. Uh, whether it be like an there, Undertaker yeah. or like some, a Bray Wyatt or something. Yeah. There was an Undertaker uh, maze. Really? Yeah, there's a video uh, There's a video of it. I can look it up real quick. But they did do a little something. It's a while ago. Um, but that's, yeah, I don't know why there was. they didn't do huh. more of that. Um, let me see there. Yeah, I mean, a, they have the partnership, right? So why not do something? Very close partners, yeah. Yeah, and Bray Wyatt would have been perfect, too. Yeah. Yeah, they've they got the enough. on that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, they could do the character, I guess. Uh, so, off topic, ahead. but kind of on topic, because we're talking about theme restaurants and wrestling. When you guys went to Japan a couple years ago, did you guys go to Ribera Steakhouse? This is a... No, but I should have. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I've heard of this. I mean, yeah. Because this is, in my opinion, the best wrestling restaurant, best wrestling theme restaurant. And it's really not even... Like it's supposed to be a theme restaurant. It's a restaurant that all the wrestlers go to have been going to for years. Yeah. Uh, but it's now like a, a tourist destination spot. So like you, it would be right up your alley. You would love it, Mike. Like outside, you <sighs> see know. like these photos. Uh, you know, it says Ribera Steakhouse is all like you know John Cena is out in front. You know, and then when you get inside, it's just literally the ceiling as well, wall to wall, just old eight by tens, pictures of the guys in Ribera Steakhouse. And what the gimmick is, or so I've been told, I've been there a couple of times. When you go in, they'll like adjust the photos to make sure your photos on the wall. Like if they know you're coming, yeah. wow. like so if I'm if, if I'm coming, they'll put my photo on. If I leave, they take it down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the guys, like the, uh-huh. the icon, Sting, yeah. Hogan, Undertaker, they're always up. But a guy like me, wow. oh, he's coming. Oh, they, they heard through the grapevine I'm coming. They'll put me up. So I, when I come, I'm like, oh, look, I'm on the wall. You know, but then when I leave, <laughs> oh, they take me good, back. though. Yeah. That is hey, nice. we're not getting pictures. So Did yeah. you see that when you went? Did you see your photo when you were there? Oh, of course. Yeah. Wow. Cool. It, it, yeah. Was, was it, it was prominently, like, was it by where you were eating? No, I wouldn't say it was prominent, but it was there. It's a very small, intimate setting. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. And they're, they're big, I guess, souvenir. We're all into souvenirs, right? Oh, it's yeah. the Ribera Steakhouse jacket. Because mm-hmm. if you read like old wrestling magazines like the 80s and 90s, everyone would be wearing this Ribera Steakhouse jacket. Uh, so when I went for the first time, like you know I needed to get that Ribera Steakhouse jacket. So luckily I've been there three different times. I have three different jackets. And of all the junk I have, whether it be things I've collected or things of myself, those are like my pride and joy. I couldn't get rid of those things because like I have the jacket. I have three of them. Yeah, that's wow. yeah. I look, that's one of those things I was like, why didn't we go there? Here's here's some other pictures of the jack different jackets. Uh here's look at the other- uh, look at the Undertaker with that jacket. 
<laughs> can I say I gotta send you a picture of me, uh, Cena? We're all I think. I don't know if Punk's in the picture, but there's a picture of all of us wearing the jacket. Yeah, here's, uh, under, here's Undertaker again, the jacket. Yeah. This, by the way, is very... I was picturing sort of like steakhouse, like uh, uh, coat, fancy coat Look, style. Look, here I but am these right are there. Like, you see me? Oh, Wait, it's you. Oh, here, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you Jer- Wait, Jericho? who else is in here? Jericho? That's Jericho. Justin Roberts. Uh, that was my first time. That's when I popped my, uh, my Chariot Ribera. Wow. Wow. It's yeah. It's a. It's like a rite of passage. Oh yeah. It, it's such a rad, like shiny '80s feeling yeah. jacket. That's a like jacket the, you would wear, Scott. Yeah, it's like the jacket I like that Carl Wilson wore in the Beach Boys. <laughs> oh, wow. I, think green. The, I think those jackets are back in style. Like that style, like that oh, satin jacket. And they, companies ooh. like chalk line and nerds clothing, yes. all bringing it back. Oh, look at this photo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is black a with red stripes that oh geez yeah this, yeah, this rules this yeah is this vibe. is on the this is next time we go this is the at the top of the list you gotta go now i don't know if you're able to buy a ribera like if you're just a fan oh interesting you know what i'm saying i think it has to be given to you from the back wow so they have to, so so they might not just sell it they they it's literally they may only make so many for now like don't quote me on that okay. don't quote me on that but like i don't know of any fans who have walked in and and gotten one wow. now maybe they bought one off like virgil who was selling it or something you know but <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> right uh why did this why did this connection form why did the, why did it become a wrestler uh hotspot it was just like a place that they went to when they were in japan they'd be over there and it, they just took to to it was like a mutual love and respect you know Wow, wow. And let's be honest, it's Snow Club 33 style steak. You know, it's not the, it's not the best steak in the world, but it's the <laughs> environment, the atmosphere. And that's what we we love all that stuff, right? We, that's where we that's why we go to these theme parks for the atmosphere to, and to be immersed. Yeah. And yeah, the food sucks, the food sucks. I'm not saying it sucks, it's just not the best. <laughs> sure, sure. Sure. You know, that sounds uh, great. Well, maybe we'll make an exception if they're like a po- their podcast. They like podcasts there. <laughs> because <laughs> like you know maybe they i'm like american podcast uh, i found the clip of undertaker at the press conference this is the year 2000 when there was an okay. undertaker haunted house honoring the undertaker's achievements in horror after 10 years of uh, being in the world wrestling federation and, and being the undertaker it's uh, uh i'm quite proud of this it, you know it lets me know that, that people outside of of our business kind of so, appreciate what it is the undertaker has. So there he is. He's getting he's getting an award from the Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> and, is, wow! And he is uh, in in his American badass phase. Yeah. Right. He is in this the, is American badass. This is rolling phase. Exactly. Yeah, he's in the biker outfit, but he's he's uh, greeting the supernatural Undertaker. Uh, yeah. So then house. he he goes through. This is the haunted house that they had at Universal in two thousand. So these are some of the things you would see. Like there's a, you know, there's a guy dressed in a bear. Universal Studios Hollywood for Halloween Horror Nights, and we're checking out the new Undertaker No Mercy Maze. There's a guy dressed as Kane there. A fright and fear that lets you know why it is I'm such a dark, dark person, dark character. This is incredible. I had no idea about this. Yeah, I didn't know until a couple years ago. How are you doing? So I don't remember this guy being here, but. (laughs) So he's trying to put. He's trying to play along like he goes, oh, yeah, this is my life. This house is my life. <laughs> he grew up He grew up like this. He grew up in a house with perpetual smoke and spider webs. And that's why he's the Undertaker. Exactly. To the American bad. 
They had a bleep ass, huh? Yeah, I could say ass then. You need to come back. That brings back a lot of memories of a time in my period when my soul was at its darkest. Sorry, he's talking to like a doppelganger of himself currently. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, oh, cameraman. The cameraman tilted down to the purple gloves. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like a 94 uh, style Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. And, Under- and Undertaker's really, this is a great performance by him. He's just like, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dead man walking. Yeah. We, and then I think there's a McFoley here. There's the hell. In the, so they have a hell in the cell spot. That's awesome, actually. These look like the hell in the cell with me and Shawn Michaels. Well, there you have it. So yeah, so they, they I think it ended with a uh, hell in the cell. So yeah, I don't know that that's the last time they did something like that, but it shouldn't be the last. You know what I said about how you, I want a celebrity restaurant to feel like you're going inside their brain and like how like Alan Hale I think feels that way a little bit because there's yeah. this merchant, it's the sea, and he's there. This feels like that. I love a maze themed after one guy and like let's jumble up all his memories and like you're li- you're like all his whole life is flashing before your eyes that's really good yeah it's it's great i mean they're they're all anybody uh, if, if you've been in wwf there's or wwe that you, you've had uh you know the history on screen so i feel like right. you could do that with so many different of the characters or the performers over the years obviously undertaker was the one that leads itself to the horror maze the most sure um but i don't know there's probably like a steve austin one you know it could be done it could be, be done, done. Yeah, it could be. Because not everything scary. has to be scary now. You know, yeah. now it's, you can walk through just like the movies, and they're not. It's not super scary. Some of these houses. Yeah, do a sting, sting one. That would be great. A sting with oh, a, st- a crow. St- what about like a sting versus Undertaker, like Freddy versus Jason style? I mean, it's fantastic. You could do a whole. Honestly, let's say, like you could do eight houses just wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, I don't know. I, the audience for it, I think, is there, but maybe, maybe I'm crazy. What about Matt Cardona maze? What are you doing oh, if you get the well, yeah, shot? Let's do, you know what? Let's do that because we're a little low on time, and I want to make sure we get to this spot. I want you, yeah, talk about what, if you could do a restaurant-themed experience just for you. Oh, wow. Your history oh, wow. As, a, as a professional wrestler. Man. <sighs> that's, a, that's a good question. I would definitely have a lot of memorabilia on the wall, way more than WF New York did. Uh, a lot of action <laughs> figures on the wall. Yeah. You know what? I, I went to, uh, I don't know if you guys are going to talk about it. I went to Jimmy Hart's restaurant. I forget the name. It was in uh, Daytona Beach. Yeah. <laughs> I went a couple years ago with Chelsea. And his restaurant is kind of like how my restaurant would be. I don't want to say restaurant. It was more like a bar. But uh, Chelsea and I were looking for, for dinner. And we saw, like, we were at, like, waiting outside for this this restaurant to let us in. And we saw, like, this shitty-ass hotel. And like on the the sides at Jimmy Hart's bar, whatever whatever the bar was like, like Jimmy Hart, like the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, like wow. no fucking way. We walk <laughs> in and sure enough, it's Jimmy Hart's bar. I gotta send you guys some pictures, and it was cool. There's a lot of memorabilia on the walls, a lot of action figures on the walls, right? And then there's a cardboard cutout of Jimmy Hart. So I'm like, oh Chelsea, you gotta get a picture with this. So we take a picture. I'm, I shit you not, Chelsea with the cardboard cutout Jimmy Hart, and then all of a sudden I hear, hey yeah baby. And then Jimmy Hart comes out wow. with the real Jimmy Hart. <laughs> and then Chelsea took a picture with the real Jimmy Hart. It was a cardboard wow. cutout and the real Jimmy Hart. 
so he was always like hanging out there probably yeah and i think the the bar has since closed down i think now he does because now hogan has his own spot or hogan has had his own spot for years but it's like you hogan know it's involved in yeah. tampa is that right in tampa um, yeah. And now I think Jimmy Hart does karaoke's on Monday nights during Raw at Hogan's Bar. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm serious about that. That's so you, no, I believe it. Do you so you want like a low key spot? Is what you're saying with memorabilia? You don't want something like giant. I mean, realistically, I don't think I could open up a spot in City Walk. Like, let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. Like Big Dreamer, sure. But Blue Sky, if we bl- we're Blue uh, Sky in here. Like the major wrestling figure restaurant? Yes, you know? that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would love something like that with action figures. Then we'd have exclusive action figures uh-huh. because, listen, you guys know with, the, with like that figment popcorn bucket, people want that exclusive item. Yeah. Not stuff you could just yeah. get on the website. Not stuff you get on pro wrestling tees. You need some exclusive stuff. Yeah. Exclusive action figures, some meet and greets every once in a while. We have somebody in there, you know? Right. Yeah, what if, okay, what about like yeah, the exclusive action figures would have like your you guys but wearing the Ribera jackets. Yeah, or, or or you know what we would do? We would copy the Ribera style and make major wrestling figure podcast restaurant jackets but look like the Ribera jackets. Oh, we would a- sell those, we'd make sure the fans are able to buy those. Yeah. You know? So uh, and then you know we'd have cardboard cutouts of us like so like if we weren't really they could take pictures with it like wwe wwe didn't you have cardboard cut like how easy would it have been for a fucking rock cardboard cutout you take a picture next to the rock and it's not really the rock of course so it's easy. easy yeah all those restaurants now have at least a step and repeat where yes. you can like take the picture for instagram you know and, mm-hmm. and now with the technology like you know like what disney does with like photo pass they just photoshop it in and after you know, it's a yeah, it's a right. template. It's already there. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, so so let's say where would you want it to go in City Walk? Ooh, Throw, kick something out of City Walk. Cowfish needs to go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, cowfish. Uh, yeah, so yeah. That's a big that's a big LOL. Is there some hatred toward cowfish? It's just kind. Of, I had it once, and it's kind of weird. I will I've say this: been. I moved to Orlando five years ago, a little over five years ago. But the year prior, I was coming down a lot, like looking for housing and where I wanted to live. So I would go to Cowfish all the time, and I fucking loved it. I like like two of my favorite things: burgers and sushi combined. Mm-hmm. You know, where I can have a burger and great sushi. And over these past five years, every time I go, it gets worse and worse and worse. And I'm always hoping that this is the time where it's going to turn around. Yeah, it never does. Mm. It never does. No. It's got to go. It's got to go. You're describing the arc of, I think, every restaurant we're covering this month. (laughs) It happened every single time. They Mm -hmm. gear up for a big opening and then like, all right, well, the boss ain't showing up anymore. So uh, maybe uh, trim some of those expensive ingredients. Uh, Yeah, we want to go home early. Right. (laughs) We're shutting down the kitchen 45 minutes early. It all feels like this happens with so many different places you go. It all feels like a con. It feels like truly like... Let's see how, like, we'll do a lot for the six months or something or a year. And then let's just keep taking away and seeing how much we can, like, how much money we can make while making the customers still, like, kind of think it's good to the point when it's just completely awful. And then they've made so much money off of just, like, the first year, the idea of how good it was the first year. I will say this. Hard Rock at City Walk in Universal in Orlando, Mm. my favorite place to go to always that's my spot wow really? it's very reliable it's very reliable Listen, yeah you, you, very reliable you know what you're gonna get 
right? Listen, mm-hmm. is the food the absolute best? No, but you know you're gonna get. I think they have great chicken fingers, great mm-hmm. chicken fingers. But the vibe is cool. It's a cool vibe. It's always packed. There's always music playing, right? There's like guitars on the wall. Sure, uh, you know you get some drinks before the park. I, I love it. Yeah, City Walk, uh, that Hard Rock is my go-to, one hundred percent. That's I. I don't think I've actually been to that Hard Rock to eat. So uh, yeah, I'm a I, sucker um, for a hard rock. I'm a sucker for a hard rock. I am. So you're hard. Do you have any hard rock shirts and merch? Uh, I do have a couple. Yeah. I'll cut them up wearing the gym, you know, but nothing sure. crazy. Okay. Nothing no crazy. No denim jacket or anything. No, 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 no <laughs> denim jacket. No. And then honestly, I have not been to planet Hollywood uh, in Disney Springs. So I can't even say if it's good or bad. You know, they, I know they redid mm-hmm. it. They renovated it. Right. I know professional wrestler QT Marshall. His boots are hanging up in there. Oh, he used really? to work. Yeah, he used to work there for years. Wow. Whoa, wow. Yeah, he used to work there know. for years, and uh, they just had a big ceremony a couple months ago where he went. I think I don't know if it's his trunks too, but definitely his boots are on display. I think next to like Dorothy from Wizard of Oz's like shoes. Wow. <laughs> QT's boots. That's living like, the dream. Right? Wow. Yeah, that's that's there. We go. They should put that honor. on the menu where you can you can get QT's boots full of a milkshake and cakes on yes. top. <laughs> Slurp out of QT's boots. Yeah, uh, I dig that. That's great. So so I'm so yeah. You'll be across. You'll be in the cowfish, the major wrestling figure podcast restaurant. Well, like I said, we're gonna do a pop up uh, bar in New York City in May. You guys should come down. We'll, we'll go have a, a drink at that Hard Rock, which was WF New York. Well, that could be our pregame. We'll go. Oh, man. Because we'll, we're going to, we're gonna, hey, spoiler alert, we're going to call it Major Wrestling Fair Podcast New York. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, that's great. <laughs> and we're going to play off the same logo. It's going to be a pop-up thing. Put a little banner outside. Wow. But we're going to do some drink menus, but we're going to have some real menus. Like some real, like, like what WWE WWF should have had. Obviously, we're going to theme towards ourselves. Of course. Like, at my wedding, I fucking had the uh, the major margarita. Wow. <laughs> you know? Yes. Okay. And Chelsea Green had the the hot mess uh, martini. Oh, wow. Did you make but, is it a specific? Did you like taste it before and say like, no, I wish I did because listen here, they fucked up the martini because we like vodka martinis. They made them gin. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. listen. I'm I'm all about the. I'm just like you guys. I'm all about the gimmicks. You're talking to the guy right now who had wedding exclusive action figures. Okay, I've wedding <laughs> <really>? exclusive. <laughs> I have seen these. Yes, a mutual friend of ours had them, and I, I saw them. Yes, oh, of you the, or what, what? What was it? It's of me and Chelsea Green. Uh, so like they're called micro brawlers. Uh, I have them right here actually. So I don't have them in the package here, but. You know, so they already made us. So I was able to get them repainted, right? In like a nice traditional <laughs> white and gold. So for instance, my, my buttocks, my, my gear usually says always ready, but it says just married on the back. <laughs> and hers usually says hot mess, but it says, guess what? Just married. And in the package, it says like wedding exclusive. Uh, so the fans who might not necessarily be fans of us, but collect this style of figure knew I was making these and was like sliding into my DMS, like trying to get them early. I said, no, they're not for sale. These are for my friends and family at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'll pay anything. I said, okay, thousand bucks. Listen, <laughs> a lot of people paid it. Yeah. A, lot of pe- a lot of people paid it. So uh-huh. then at the wedding, 
people were like so drunk or like didn't know what was going on like in their gift bags they didn't that's where these wedding brawlers were they didn't take them so you know of course i took them all <laughs> took them all home and i sold them afterwards i made so much money off these goddamn wedding brawlers wow. i recommend everybody <laughs> make wedding exclusive wrestling figures for their wedding wow i <laughs> look i'm getting married and this is now shot to the top of the priority list right mm. and what it, I need it, to do. wedding exclusive something right yes yeah this doesn't have to be a micro brawler it could be anything like something you like mm -hmm. maybe wedding exclusive podcast to ride microphones or <laughs> microphone you know the mic box you know the square okay that, I, that could do something puppet something a puppet of me or something a puppet of Lindsay and maybe I? yeah sure. something all right i well, want I, I think you should i'd like if you acknowledge my favorite thing in your collection which is the ninja turtle with the big tail that looks like a penis so mm. i'd like i would like a mic in a <laughs> wedding tux and hat but with no pants and whatever you want to do with that if you want like, you want me to have a turtle penis yeah i think so saying? yeah that's where i'm heading yeah we learned yeah. that the turtle's tail is also its penis well wow. that's right and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. If you had a giant one of those at your wedding, that could be the weenie of the wedding. <laughs> That's right. Everyone, and you got to have a step and repeat so everyone can get, you know, a photo next to the weenie. It's really, everybody's really drawn to that weenie, to that yeah. giant yeah. turtle weenie. Now, mm. would you invite uh, our friend John Morrison to your wedding? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in. Well, he invited you to his wedding. That's where we first met. That is true. We, we talked about this the first time we did the show. Yeah. I, we met at, at our friend John's wedding. Uh, and we started arguing about theme parks. Uh, <laughs> and you asked me what the best ride I believe in the Magic Kingdom was. And I just wanted to clarify you meant Disney World. And you said, it's not called Magic Kingdom at Disneyland. Uh, you were, I would say, I would say there was a little bit of hostility, it sounded like. Uh, and then I said, I was well, a little drunk. You, you sure? It was a wedding, of course. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't mad. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, and then you and then I said, well, there are there's material that does refer to Disneyland as Walt's Magic Kingdom. So I just wanted to make right. sure. Sure. Uh, and then you I think you just said Space Mountain like angrily. Right. You're like Space well, Mountain. Well, John was at my wedding and he left for a period of time. We're like, where did John go? He went to his hotel room, came back and he had elbow pads on and knee pads under his suit so he could break dance. So if you invite him to the wedding, he might steal the show. <laughs> Uh, I, up. he i yes he danced at his he danced a little bit his his wedding i think yeah uh, and he is a he does a lot of aerial tricks he does he do like a lot of parkour a lot of, a lot of parkour yeah. so there could be a theme if you're if you're saying if at my wedding i could get john to do like a theme stunt show okay i think that's possible like sure. someone tries to like steal Lindsay, like the rings or something right, right. and then like john dressed as like a superhero comes in I dig that. Yeah, we could do that. That's Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. You're not the hero at your own wedding? <laughs> no. <laughs> we need some realism here. Come on. Uh, well, I would, you know, I'll, I'll like, I'll shout directions. You know? Okay. Sure. Oh, okay. So you know, you're like, at the very least, you're, you're the guy on the train going like, like you don't mess with Spider-Man. <laughs> well, I, I'd like to think it's like, you know, Ving Rames is in the van in Mission Impossible and he's helping ethan hunt he's helping tom cruise right he's right. not on the front line but he is some he is on the team so i'll be sure. on the team i'll be shouting i'll be like get him stop him stop <laughs> that thief and then from a do, van from a van parked at the side of your wedding 
Yes, exactly. It's going to be a We're whole We're going theme. completely off the rails here. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well. Uh, but guys, don't hate me. Uh, I have to go. I actually have to go win a championship at the pack and then hopefully uh, bring it to Disneyland in Paris, which do you know it's like 30 degrees there? Jesus. Uh, I thought it was going to be like nice weather in Paris. <laughs> it's fucking cold. That was a lot of yeah. why I didn't like it. It yeah. was so bitter cold. Just the most frosty field. It, I, I was not, I didn't have the best feelings about it, but I, maybe the magic will still poke through, especially if you show up with that belt. I don't know. I'm staying at that Marvel hotel. So I'm not necessarily a Marvel guy, but the Disneyland mm. hotel is close for renovation. So I was like, mm. well, I might as well stay this Marvel one, I guess. It's got some theming at least. So you hopefully but I'm not a big Marvel guy, though. And not you, that I'm not a Marvel guy, I'm just not a Marvel guy. You know what I'm saying? But, but if it's, it's only kind good, of Marvel. So it, it's yeah. like the, the it, yeah. Hotel New York presents the art of Marvel. It's the most oh, boring, confusing. Yeah. yeah, the most confusing several themes at once. Um, okay. It's weird. Right. So, yeah, I don't think it'll matter. Um, but they do have a Planet Hollywood that looks like the old Orlando one. It's the, oh. the kind of like... Yeah, that, that might be where I have to eat then. Okay, old school. I dig that. Yeah, that'll yeah, be fun. Yeah. So, I walked into some door there a long enough time to see the mask from the mask and then be yelled at in French to get out of wherever <laughs> I was. I was scolded I at that it. Planet Hollywood. I fucking um, love it. But you can take them on. You can take any any French Planet Hollywood. Uh, well, <laughs> no if I have my championship, I'll smash them with it. And if I don't, I'll, <laughs> then I'm screwed. Then I'll have to run out. Um, uh, sounds like a plan. Hey, Matt Cardona, you survived podcast The Ride. Thanks for joining us. Uh, uh, oh, let's let's exit through the gift shop. Is there anything other than all the stuff Mike said at the top that you would like to plug? Oh, man. Listen, uh, just at the Matt Cardona. Follow me on social media, the major respirator podcast. Sorry I couldn't stay too long, guys. You know, I got championships to win. You know what I'm saying? You're everywhere. Pretty good excuse, sure. I guess. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're tapping out, but we are we got a little more to come. So we'll, yeah, we're, we'll take a little break. So I'm, uh, so I'm going to have to listen, though, which is cool. I, you know, I already did my part, but I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, so sure. then we have to make sure to not like shit talk during part two. Like, well, yeah. if you do that, I'm coming after you. <laughs> Don't That's shit. Sure. Uh, uh, okay, right. well, never we'll mind. Wait, we'll see. <laughs> We'll see if it's worth it. If the shit talk's right, really good. But anyway, thanks for doing the yeah. show. Yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Matt. Good luck. See you. Peace out. Well, guys, Matt is gone. And we are, of course, now recording this a few days after we had the interview with him. Mm-hmm. And I want to announce, in case people don't know on uh, social media, he has won the NWA world title, wow. National Wrestling Alliance world title, and he is currently in Disneyland Paris. Yes. And has, <laughs> Dreams achieved. And wow. Has, and, and has taken a photo with the title in front of the castle. Yeah. That is available. Jeez. Wow. He called it in he, the episode and it happened. That's incredible. So I am glad we waited a few days to take to do this so we could have confirmation that that happened. Well, look at this. We Maybe like we've been talking about the PTR curse, but maybe Maybe, I mean, as has been said on Twitter, maybe it is the PTR blessing. Because look at this. We give Matt a little magic, goes mm-hmm. and wins the title. Yeah. We give Planet Hollywood a little magic. And within the week of our episode, they are coming back in Times Square. And Matt has sent you photos in the Paris, the only remaining old school, tacky, insane yeah. uh, Planet Hollywood on the planet. Yes, it is. <clears throat> everything is coming together. Everything is connected. Everything is coming together. Yes. It's quite beautiful during Simulation, this. Buzz, buzz. Uh, yeah, and and also the Planet Hollywood coming into uh, coming to New York. Three or four stories. Stories two and three 
are the plan of Hollywood. First story, 100-seat chicken guy. Yeah. Boy. Saw Squad will have representation it at the new plan of Hollywood. Wow. It is wild. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Because, yeah, it's been a roller coaster. We heard, like, we kind of learned for the first time that it was defunct. The, the Planet Hollywood, the current one in New York, is defunct. Jason, I think, maybe knew before. But it was a shock at first. Kind of figured it out during the episode. Yes. I feel yeah. so. Because they had to... been doing takeout and delivery. Yum, yum. <laughs> Yo, yes, that's what you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Dive is coming back on an actual submarine. Oh, wow. Uh, the 300 <laughs> feet below the, the surface. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You have to like you have to enlist. You have to. Uh, oh, you have to be a Navy man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to okay. be in the Navy. Wow. To, to experience. Well, it, but was this the diplomatic negotiations that caused like Russian troop drawdown? It's like just bring back dive. <laughs> if we can get dive can going, get dive maybe going. we can, uh, uh, yeah, push back some of these. I, uh, uh, when you said when you said that uh, when you said that you had an enlist, I looked at Jason. And I looked away back to you, and I looked at him. And then Jason has turned like he's put a full sailor suit on, <laughs> and he's ready <laughs> for Fleet Week. I guess reporting for duty. <laughs> so I mean, it's a little sailor suit. I don't know if that's regulation. It's oh, with, with little shorts. It it is a sailor suit with little shorts. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's uh, and is the big lolly regulation? Are you given that? Uh, oh yeah when you get, well, typically when you if enlist. you if if they assign you to the good ship lollipop that is what <laughs> what happens <laughs> jason is admiral of the good ship lollipop Welcome to good yeah. ship lollipop. it is a sweet trip to the candy shop <laughs> <laughs> yes sir yes sir oh boogie woogie bugle boys will fall in line uh, by the way to to also keep tying things together and you know like okay matt he left our episode yeah uh, uh to go win this title and that's cool but something mm. that he missed out on was hearing one last piece of crucial info mm. about uh wwe times square which is that it used to be the paramount theater which was right. around from the 20s to the 60s uh where they hosted a lot of concerts from prominent acts including the Dorsey Brothers. There we Jason's go. Jason's favorite Yay. band. Dorsey <laughs> Brothers play. We're in the building. So, Matt, you didn't get to react to, you didn't get that Dorsey Brothers oh, news. Oh, man. Which is the real title, I feel. Man. Jason is changing to a different sailor suit now hearing that news. <laughs> it's more of a... Like, it's double-breasted. <laughs> yeah. It's like a dress sailor suit. It's a dress. Yeah. It's formal dress. Yeah. Uh, and he's ready um, for a big band. So congratulations, Matt. I, I, you know, I feel like we gave you some fun before we, we t- were able to help you take your mind off of things and you're welcome, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for, for what we did for you. Um, but now we keep plowing ahead because we can't miss these other <sighs> yeah. wrestling restaurants. Uh, there's incredible ones, especially because we switched to in person, which allows Jason now to show us this incredible artifact that he has in reality. Yeah, this is the uh, full menu for the WCW Nitro Grill Las Vegas that was located in the Excalibur Hotel. And I just want to shout out uh, listener Jason Query sent this to us Whoa. In a while ago. February 2020. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I remember driving to the Forever Dog office to pick up some mail, and I believe picking it up then. 
in a balmy day in March 2020, <laughs> and little <laughs> did I know what awaited me after that. He sent that. it from Wuhan. You started coughing as soon as you opened the package. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to think that was just coincidence. But yeah, WCW Nitro Grill, where the big boys eat. <laughs> The Where are the, the big boys? Incredible. Eat. Wait, Jason was his name. Yeah. Uh, say, okay. Well, thanks, Jason, for that. It's we're, uh, wonderful seeing it in person and seeing a big. Th- it is the, the the menu itself is a big boy. That's tall. That is a way. This is not like some of these other that that WWE Times Square one looked a little chintzy, and we've seen yeah. other ones that like ah, that's just a piece of paper. That's a mighty menu. It's great. This to see. is here. I'll hand it to you. And thanks again to Jason Query for yeah. sending that. Uh, um, the only thing that I'd say it's lacking. I like hearing that that. Um, big boys uh, tagline and maybe the pictures in the menu somewhere because there there are photos uh, of the WCW stars at the time. The only thing that it's missing is, as far as I'm concerned, is this great. Maybe you guys ran into it. I think accompanied with that big boys tagline was. I mean, you tell me the wrestler. It's a, it's a bald guy, and he's he's making this face like ah, and he's got a knife and a fork. He is ready to eat. This is a big boy who's ready to get eaten. That big boy is Bill Goldberg. 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 Okay. Like yeah, very uh, big star from the WCW day. He's still in WWE wrestling. Yeah, once gearing in a while. up for a big match in Saudi Arabia is, this weekend. That is true. <laughs> that is where he's going. Um. So yeah, he's he's prominently displayed. And he is the big boy. I think they're showing off, um, which uh, is very. I don't want to bury the lead. There's also a hologram. There's a hologram sticker on the front of the cover. Like an, uh, oh, the you switches would find. from WCW to NWO. It's like like if you switch back and forth, you're seeing both logos. It looks like that's cool because uh, yeah. So yeah, the big the big angle in the old days was the NWO, the New World Order, um, which was. A group event. I mean, the core was like Hall, Nash, and Hogan when Hogan turned from a good guy to bad guy. Um, so there was a war going on, and they were representing it in a hologram on the menu. Yeah. Uh, just some background of this restaurant. This opened in May 1999 and <laughs> closed in September of 2000. Jeez. Uh, it was located at the Excalibur Hotel, which, um, look, I love all the fine MGM resorts uh mgm casino resort hotels in las vegas but the excalibur hotel has some fucked vibes like there is a a dark energy Uh, at the excalibur don't disagree with you but i also really like the excalibur yeah i always stop by for sure yeah Yeah. and it was something in early 90s my, oh, my, yeah. my, I mean, we'll, we, we'll do a whole episode about it someday, I'd imagine. But, like, my favorite thing is that there's a weird little, like, so it's, it, it's a castle if you've never been, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there's a big moat or lagoon in front of it. And I always like to point out to people that there's a little, like, thatch hut that implies that some little, like, hobbit guy would come out of it and lives there. And I found out that that was part of a lagoon show, like yeah. a phantasmic-type thing, <laughs> in early 90s Vegas family-friendly days that they don't do anymore. So I'd love to know more about that show and what happened out of that hut. Yeah, I mean, that whole area, that that and New York, New York, like, lot and Luxor especially, a lot of good-themed entertainment at their at the height of their powers. Yeah, New York, yeah. New York, I think, I, of the budget ones is yeah. the one that I like to go walk around and hang out at. But sure. They've updated it okay. It's not so yeah. set in time. The, the ways that the Excalibur has updated have all been pretty trashy. I mean, no offense to the Nitro Grill, but I would, I mean, I think trashy they would 
proudly say it is trashy, and that might also be how they describe its eventual replacement, Dick's, Dick's Last, Last Resort, Resort. Yeah. <laughs> which is listed as open on the Excalibur website currently. Huh. We were concerned that, like, yeah, all the Dick's Last Resorts were going. Because Dick's closed in San Diego, which was a spot we would go once in a while during Comic-Con over the years. Mm. Um, and I don't know, have I ever said this piece of information that we learned when we were the last last at Dick's a few years ago? The name of the dog? The, oh, uh, you told me, but I don't remember it now. The, the, uh, maybe I haven't said this before. So Dick's Last Resort is a place where they would they go, they go insult you, basically. You put on, it's like Ed DeBevick's or other places like that, where they put a big, like, paper kind of hat on you and they write something and probably as of a couple years ago most of the jokes were just like this guy's gay that was mostly the joke probably oh you say as of a few years ago a few (laughs) hours ago (laughs) someone at the vegas uh, waiter at the vegas scrawled that on somebody's hat so there is still free speech somewhere yeah it's the last place for free speech in the country (laughs) is dick's last resort uh where you can just call people gay and hope to get a big laugh from it um but so there's like the character of like Dick and he has like a dog and it's a very like, you know, uh, Fritzy the cat, Fritz the cat style yeah. uh, art. And the dog's name from Dick's Last Resort is Assbite. <laughs> <laughs> there's so some original IP. That's original IP. That. I, I think I have a tweet. It might be five years or six years ago. I think I had a tweet trying to get Dick's on board with Jason to play Assbite in a movie or something. Yeah. Um, but I don't. they didn't respond. Dick's Last Resort Films presents <laughs> yeah. the least gay movie you've ever yeah. seen. Maybe that's not a good thing for Jason to be associated with now. Yeah. The home of phobic restaurant <laughs> um but this thing though i mean the, the nitro like, grill the vibe is so i mean this this you guys could tell this must be in line with the vibe of the the league in general but it's such like it is intense shaky fonts like how, oh yeah how, yeah. Uh, how shaky can a still font on a menu be and then it's all the food and items are revealed by it looks like they carved out of steel to make <laughs> and like not well and symmetrically yeah. somebody took a chainsaw to reveal the menu items it's, uh, it's really funny it's really funny and it's better like the WWF New York menu looks like a menu like it doesn't look that at least gives you the vibe of like the graphics you would have seen in the, in the late 90s on yeah. Nitro there's yeah. a very funny image of Hulk Hogan like doing a bicep curl but he's just He's got a very tiny shrimp. <laughs> like he's bicep curling to get a shrimp to his mouth. Well, tiny in the like compared to him, <laughs> right? But, but that shrimp is up. huge for like imagine if that shrimp was in front of you. That's a oh, okay. that's a mammoth shrimp. That would yeah. be as big as his mustache. It wouldn't be wouldn't give him a workout, but like my god, that's that's really wild. And then He's wearing pants that are... He's wearing Terminator pants and boot. Like, there's lightning shooting up the pants, and then his boots have, like, Arnold uh, robot skeleton face mm-hmm. yeah. on. That's... Jeez, this is crazy. That's um, Hollywood Hope, boy. I intense. wrote down some of my favorite menu items, because they went all out with it. They did name the menu items what you would think they would be named. Well, thank um you. So, like, the onion rings are called wrestling rings. 
Okay. That's great. That's so That's much great. better than everything else. Yeah, this is, of all the things we're talking about this month, this is the only one that did it right. Yeah. I think every single thing has a stupid name. It's chicken, so great. Yes. Chicken fingers are called broken fingers. <laughs> and if you would like really them. Really good. If you'd like them on a roll, that's called a uh, broken finger sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the broken finger sandwich. It's such a funny thing to say out loud to another person. Uh, Slappuccino. <laughs> Instead of ca- cappuccino, um, the violent act of sipping a cappuccino. Yes. Yeah, ringside salad, pretty mm-hmm. good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. T-bone steak after uh, Booker T. Uh, well, it's the Booker T-bone or Booker T-bone steak. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, uh, Penne pileup. Penne pileup <laughs> on, um, on, on the list of power plant pasta. <laughs> Power, yes. <laughs> the power plants were like guys would train, guys and girls would train. Yeah. Uh, like, j- they go from the range of specific, like, names of wrestlers to just general stuff. Like, you know, they have the Booker T-Bone, but then they also just have Big Boy Brownie, <laughs> which is... What's where the big boys eat. Yeah, of course. We're all big boys. Uh, heavyweight Hot Fudge Sunday. Cheesecake Uncensored. Uncensored was one of their pay-per-views. Yeah. Some of them oh, are paper. Some of them are named after pay-per-views. Some of them, yeah. Like Spring Stampede Sirloin. Some of them named after wrestlers, and some just named after violent acts. They're they're not all home runs. Uh, the chokehold chili, I thought, was an interesting <laughs> choice. Usually, a restaurant you want to avoid just the like uh, bringing up the idea of choking. <laughs> the specter that hangs over <laughs> but the restaurant, but it's pretty good still. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I like the one that requires capitalization to make it work, which is a that's a diamond cut, uh, kind of where the stakes are, and that's a. Uh, Broken rib, black eye. <laughs> that feels like re- reverse. Like, shouldn't you capitalize the crazy broken rib, black eye, not mm. vice versa? I think that's right. But I love that they got to amend it to make it work. Uh, they have the, on the burgers. The burgers are all funny, but I think my favorite. Well, I should. I'll say the other ones. They have like sting burger. Well, that's like in the way of of Sting's career. He that the waiter just lingers uh, in the rafters above the restaurant, looking at you for a long time, and then finally yeah. brings the burger at the end of the meal. Sting, I think we've said. I think I've said this in the podcast before, Scott. So Sting was a wrestler. He had a little face paint. He was almost kind of like a surfery kind of guy, like a real baby face, as they say. And he and then all of a sudden the crow came out, and I believe Dusty Rhodes was just like, we should just do do that and he just put the crow makeup on wow and sting became of the crow sting which everyone sting is great he's still around he's still wrestling uh he's in aw now but just yeah did the crow they just did the crow that's that's some of the great wrestling stuff of all time is where just one of the bookers was like hey you know what we should just do that that thing in the movie i just saw i think dusty Rhodes is the biggest culprit of that where it was just like i was watching a mo- i was watching a movie last night and then like <laughs> here's what we should do uh Let's do austin powers yeah uh so oh man <laughs> did dusty ever do an austin powers game i'm not sure uh so so they have yeah sting burger hogan burger thunder burger which was the name of one of the shows thunder but then they have the ddb oh baby the diamond dallas burger <laughs> which smothered in cajun spices which i don't i just I, I keep saying like they hit all of the things some of them are like kind of clever some of them don't really make sense and some of them are like clunky like this yeah. the diamond dallas burger <laughs> ddb there's got to be a different thing that could be diamond Dallas. like diamond Dallas page is the name of the guy 
the wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, by DDP, so sure, but DDPs like a pe- dish of peas. <laughs> that could be that. You yeah. know, these peas. Yeah, I, um, hate, I hate to give notes on a perfect menu. No David Arquette entree, like no David Arquette nods. Well, when was it opened? Ninety nine. So it was ninety nine to September two thousand, and then all of the, all of the, uh, you know, intellectual property and shows and stuff for WCW, of course, in two thousand one was sold to WWE. Right, but the the Arquette. So so I I've, maybe I've said this before on the show. Uh, uh, so, Scott, there's a movie called Ready to Rumble that came out in the year oh, sure, 2000 yes. with Oliver Platt and David Arquette. Uh-huh, a and classic. It's, and it's promotion for the movie. David Arquette won the world title in WCW, <laughs> which is a very controversial <laughs> yeah, moment. Seems, Fans very upset about it. It's like an honorary college degree. Yeah. That's, that's not the same thing. He's, of course, he's made a documentary recently about trying to earn back the respect of the fans uh, for it. Uh, uh, from it, I should say, and pretty brutal documentary <laughs> parts. Well, I was there. He he wrestled a match against the guy that Cardona wrestled a death match against, and uh, oh. almost died uh, oh. because he got cut on the neck and had to go. Luke Perry drove him to the hospital. What? Because uh, his son was wrestling on the show. Oh this is all in High- this is like Highland Park. <laughs> like, oh, wow. This is all at the hi-hat. That's in Highland Park, right? Yeah. It's all at the hi-hat. We're watching this go down, and we're like, God, David Arquette's really taking a lot of abuse in this. And then we're like, oh, is he bleeding badly from the neck? So I'm just saying the point is I don't think there was enough. Arquette wasn't there long enough to make the menu, but yeah. he should be on the menu. He's part of history now. Yeah. I, Something's like char bread's char kit. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, Arquette broiled. Yeah, so so it would be we could make maybe make an insert and add some stuff we think should have been on here. <laughs> so the Charquette, I think for sure. Um, Goldberger too. Goldberger, the- great. <laughs> and Crippler cross face cheese steak. Uh, yes, that is <laughs> that is a very dark uh, one. That <laughs> that move has been used by a lot of people, but uh, look that up, folks, if you want. Uh, yeah, so it's a. It's a cheesesteak sandwich that could cripple you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's such a weird, like, just this picture of Kevin Nash on the menu with this awful-looking cheeseburger in general <laughs> that, he that he's not, not holding. holding. <laughs> that he's not holding, and there's no way it's that big. <laughs> yes. I, I don't think it's that big. <laughs> no, it can't be that big. It's the same thing with the Hogan and the shrimp. Like, the the, the food is not mutant size, I don't think. We're <laughs> seeing pictures of this. big boys. Everything's 30% bigger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, man, springboard shakes. Which is like springboard is like when you jump off the top rope, basically like you spring off the apron on the top rope. Um, it's really like it's so it's so the opposite of what WWF New York did, and like yeah. whoever was in charge, and like for some reason this stuff isn't well documented. I'd love to know who was in charge, who and, got to do this. Yeah, who got to think of all these well, luckiest man on earth. The, <laughs> the thing because I I read a book by uh, this writer Bill Hanstock about the history of uh wwe wwf uh last year two years ago um and the i feel like uh the mcmahons had a complex about wanting to be not even wanting to be old money they just wanted to be new money so that's why the headquarters are in stamford connecticut oh oh yeah yeah, they they wanted the respectability like they were making so much money they're like we should be respected we should be 
have the respectability and there is a sense of the wwe menu it looks like a steakhouse menu mm-hmm. even though the contents are like ruby tuesdays <laughs> what, yeah what tommy blanche has said is that the food was actually not bad and, oh, that's and that good. the vibe in there was all right he he said he found it to be like on the wrestling scale kind of a classy affair as opposed to nitro grill which was like trash but the trap but i think trash is what they're aiming for well proudly and hitting vince has always supposedly been and i think you can see evidence of it has always been a little bit embarrassed by wrestling Mm. pro wrestling that's why he changed the name to sports entertainment as far as wwe and everyone's got to wear suits a lot behind the scenes yeah and it's all like there's a there's a one of my most quoted there's a movie called beyond the mat which is a documentary that barry blaustein made where he follows like terry funk mcfoley Uh and there's a scene with vince in the office and uh where vince just and it's one of my i say this maybe every couple weeks i go we make movies which is something vince says to the camera (laughs) <laughs> which I think gives you his feeling. I think he always wanted to be more of like, uh, I think Ted Turner and guys did a lot of different things, not just a wrestling guy. Sure, sure. Uh, with the, you know, the football league and the other thing, like his other endeavors. So <laughs> I could see that maybe even being part of it, but maybe that's just t- totally a fluke that he was just like, because they eventually took the WWF off of it. And it was just the world. Yes. So you could see like Vince, maybe he's just like, we're in the nightclub. We make nightclubs. We don't do wrestling anymore. We yeah. Guys Prince can play. And even it restoring that Paramount like archway, like does add like New York, old New York, old society. Yeah. yeah right. Respectability. Sure. I, I was trying to find, I couldn't find any clips, but I swore King Kong either climbs that or walks by it in the Peter Jackson one. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. There was just a million. I mean, there was a million of those kinds of archways. Let's be frank of New York in the 30s. So they may have well CGI'd something like that. And that, I'm just that's remember. one is recreated in various theme parks. I forget if that's the one. I don't know if it is at, at uh, Universal Florida. I think one of the entryway, maybe into the arcade or right around that New York, the mummy area. Yeah. Unless they're unless I'm wrong. And it's the paradise. But it's one of those old school, and I think you see that Paramount in in Race Through New York with Jimmy Fallon. I'm fairly certain. Um, yeah, the, uh, I was thinking too. This is something that you know AEW has right now. The comp- wrestling company has a lot of like WCW uh, influence in it. They've got some of the announcers, some of the old school feeling. Sting is there. He's still in the crow makeup. Mm-hmm. It feels like something that a Tony Khan who uh, runs the league could put somewhere, a re- an AEW restaurant with the, this type of menu. Mm-hmm. Um, they, he uh, wants to destroy the league with a, a single restaurant location yes. that drags down the entire mm-hmm. operation. His father owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, so they have money. Okay. Oh, so got, then, well, then they should. If you got money, then please waste it on it. Yeah. yeah. At least a pop-up. That might be the modern equivalent. It's less, yeah. you know, the, uh, rent on a themed entertainment venue and it's more like a weekend long pop-up food thing yeah. like the yeah, Saved yeah. by the Bell yeah. restaurant. Yeah. And, and I said recently that the Doughboys had the uh, AEW announcer Excalibur on who's uh, also does PWG out here uh, and Mitch tried to get you know get the Doughboys into AEW. I think he went about it the wrong way saying they should be managers because Excalibur seemed not interested in that at all. <laughs> but what I would say right now to Tony Khan is three guys who do a podcast and have done a month about chain restaurants we're the guys to help make the new menu for your eventual theme restaurant yeah 
For sure. That's how we could insert ourselves into AW. We're the restaurant guys. This is practical. This is realistic. Yes. And we could yeah. steal. We're stealing it from Doughboys, who obviously are so food we, associated. So we have a feud going, too. Yeah, Already. That's good. We're coming good in with us, a yeah. business plan and a feud. Yes. So anyone who knows Tony out there, or Tony, if you're listening, we're the guys. We'll put together a menu for you, and let's make this happen, I think. Uh, real quick, too. Um, there, we forgot to talk about the drink menu. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I like this. One of the, first of all, one of the um, different headers here says fans with like a period in, after each letter because it stands for frozen all natural smoothies. <laughs> fans. <laughs> fans. That's a lot of flip. But like even that, like they could have just said smoothies and they went the extra mile to try to make yes, it the something categories. else. They yeah. do everything. They find, you know, right. they're finding the, the the possibilities in every part of the menu. Exactly. Damn and it. The, there's a Bam Bam Blitz named after Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, there's the Nitro Chino, which is a Slappuccino and ice cream. So it's <laughs> referencing a different part of the menu, which you have to appreciate. <laughs> Callbacks. Callbacks to the menu. Uh, sharpshooters, which are uh, shots. A sharpshooter is uh, Bret Hart's submission finisher. Okay. Uh, brain freezers. Fear the spear. Fear the spear. That's Goldberg's finishing move. Uh, it was the spear. It would it would be a, basically a tackle. Jägermeister, Parrot Bay, coconut rum, and pineapple juice. <laughs> no. Oh, we should make <laughs> no. fear the spear. We should try fear the spears. <laughs> we should do that. Yeah. Why? Uh, <laughs> look, if we have things. if I have the bachelor party, we should all at least recreate fear the spear in fear Vegas. Fear the spear at Dick's. Fear the spear. At, when we go to Dick's in Vegas for the bachelor party, we're going to make the waiter in between waiter, him. Waiter, I need a shot of Jaeger, a shot of coconut rum, a shot of pineapple juice, and uh, <laughs> an empty rocks glass, please. <laughs> It'd be like, okay, were you, hey, were you sucking each other's dicks in the bathroom? Oh, you got <laughs> us. <laughs> All right. Yes, it's the bachelor party. We're having fun. Now give we're us having fear fun, the spears. You homophobic waiter, I'll yell. Um, on the ropes, yeah. So all this stuff... The drink menu. Scott, let me ask, what do you think of the wine list at WCW Nitro Grill? <laughs> well, I don't appreciate that they called it the wine list with an H, mm. as if by by having some of the wine that you offer, that I am being some kind of whiner. Right. To spend, which, you now, granted, what was I doing about Fear the Spear just now, but whining? Sure. Mm, that's true. Sounds awful. I would rather have even these... I don't know. You're you might be Sutter looking Holm at a different generation of I, I was going to say, yeah, what does, because this doesn't have that on yeah, this that doesn't. Oh, this is different. They changed it. They turned it into the wine, the wine Oh, list. interesting. Well, that's probably like leftover misogyny from the 90s or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, right. Nothing wrong with find... me having some mum extra dry sparkling right. wine in my nice visit to the WCW Nitro Grill. Now, if you ordered wine in a Dick's Last Resort, they might say you're a whiner or something. They might still keep up that tradition. <laughs> but that's interesting. Yeah, they did. They either changed it or like they changed it at some point. Um, so, Wow. This is uh, just... Sorry, well, then I I like your menu, and I thank Jason for sending us the menu that mm-hmm. was not insulting to my favorite beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, also, the entrance to this place, like, you have a photo of it somewhere? I don't have the entrance now. It looks like, uh, it's not a large photo, but it looks like this kind of the set of the show. 
Uh, another that's good. S- another slam against uh, another body slam against WWF New York because it was like just like a chain link fence, and then in the actual dining area, there's a circle like the entranceway of of the show. Like it's just so much, so easy, like so much easy stuff they did. So smart. It didn't help them survive, but also the company <laughs> went under. So I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking this about. This is like, uh, but the legend lives on, as with a, a TV show yeah. uh, canceled before its time. This is the freaks and geeks of you know they didn't reap the rewards then, mm-hmm. but now we speak of it in glowing terms. Uh, yeah. Also, the server aprons were world titles cool i mean look at there's yeah there's like a black apron but then they had like a picture of the wcw world title on them geez all the trouble that cardona had to go to to get a belt he could have just uh, gotten a job at this restaurant Uh (laughs) uh-huh uh here some of the bars some of the bars were themed around pay-per-view events too the bash at the beach bar had booths that were made to look like shark teeth I and found a picture of that. That looks pretty awful. <laughs> You're all right, it's, all like, right. it's a bunch of like, you know, like the the rings on boats, whatever, the, the, the rescue ring. I don't know what mm-hmm. that word is. Um, it's pretty, that, that room is pretty chintzy. Yeah, but at least they tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Themed rooms, that's something. Yeah. And um, then- well, also, uh, I don't know if you guys watched the video promoting this place. I think I did. But there is one element to it that really puts it over in terms of, and this was only, I guess, on opening night. This wasn't a regular feature of the place, but um, there is a cooler person who was present um, at Nitro Grill than I'd say I've heard at any of these other wrestling restaurants. Uh, let, me, let me give you a, a taste of this. So much zooming in and out and DJs and stuff. And then like Indeed. Sting and Goldberg are there. Um, but somebody else off the beaten path. Here we go. I did not yeah. see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you know Kevin wrestled in WCW. Oh, okay. I didn't the know Jay, that. No. Right? right. He did a run in during oh, the wait, Jay Leno. You have to have seen this. Who did Jay fight? Okay, so Jay. (laughs) (laughs) So everything is connected, I guess. (laughs) So Jay, okay, with Jay's Jay's appearance, hold on one second here. I just want to make sure I'm right because it's confusing. Like uh, Rodman wrestled, Carl Malone wrestled. Oh, that was all WCW. Okay, Jay Leno wrestled Hogan. It was a tag match. I think I believe it was Jay Leno um, and (laughs) DDP. Oh, great! Is that that right, Jason? I think that sounds right. Yeah, it was Jay Leno and DDP. Um, versus Hogan and someone else at Bischoff, I believe Eric Bischoff, who was the guy in charge of the league. Um, and then Kevin did a run in and Kevin has like white, like cut off sleeve kind of shirt. And Kevin was like in good shape. And I think Kevin threw a cutter, like a diamond cutter also in the ring too. I Whoa. think Kevin got more involved than Jay did. <laughs> Jazz um, guitarist. <laughs> And there Kevin was, Eubanks. Yes. Everyone cheering for him in the wrestling ring. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and Jay wrestled. And oh I think Hogan God. and Jay did an angle on The Tonight Show as well. I think there's a clip of them hyping up the match. Oh, great. Um, yeah, here's Kevin. I don't know if you can see this. Kevin's kind of got like a sleeveless white shirt. Wow, wow. And he's jacked. Looks cool. He looks cool. Yeah. But you almost could tell like, you could kind of tell Jay was... Not fully in into this idea, but maybe Kevin was like, "This is my shot." Kevin might. Kevin seemed like he was a real fan. Wow! So 
Oh, yes. geez. I am a glo- I mean, look, no offense to these other restaurants, but uh, <laughs> hey, you know, uh, uh, Matt wasn't so high, I feel like, on this Times Square. Well, I think Nitro Grills went. By far. The, yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't, nobody was there on the ground, but uh, yeah. it sounds, sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. There's, uh, I'm, Eubanks being there is really exciting. I'm surprised no one has done anything with Eubanks again because uh, it seems like he's a big fan. I mean, maybe he's a little too old to get involved now, but Possibly. that would be a fantastic callback yeah. to something because there's a lot of sort of retro-y stuff going on. Even in like JCW, I feel like you could do a Kevin Eubanks run-in still <laughs> with the white same exact <laughs> sleeveless shirt. Action figures of wrestling mode, Kevin Eubanks. Scott, yes. what is that? Where is the Eubanks clip? What is the name of that video? That's called a WCW Nitro Grill commercial, 1999. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting watches on my own time. Over and over <laughs> on again. On a big TV. But yep. there is another competitor, I would say, for <laughs> potentially greatest wrestling-affiliated restaurant right. of all time. I think we have to give at least a little bit of time uh, how could we not nod to in the celebrity-owned restaurant month to the great, the mythic, the legend Hulk Hogan's pasta mania? <laughs> One of the dumbest things <laughs> of all time. I feel like there's a love, there's a degree of of happiness I've had in my life ever since I, whenever the first time I learned of Hulk Hogan's pasta mania was that phrase and knowing it was in the Mall of America. That's just a fact you can carry with you the rest of your life. Yes, it makes me happy every time I think about it. It's so. <laughs> It is so fun, like Hogan, like from the pictures, like the badly drawn picture on the front of <laughs> it's the worst menu, the worst artwork yeah. for sure. And and you know, there, I mean, well, this isn't the last time that we'll see one of our chosen celebrities holding up a big plate of pasta, but it's 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 a pretty funny one, right? A funny guy to see holding up. God, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, looking, looking at y'all intense. Huh? Some of this. Well, and just the, some of the details they chose to emphasize. One, I just remember seeing years and years ago, like one of the like uh, print ads or something. It's like, pasta, healthy for kids. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, it's not totally bad in reasonable quantities, but healthy? <laughs> this is, there was this whole angle, I feel like, promoting all of it. It's like, yeah. you got to eat your pasta, brother. Eat Grow your up pasta. big and strong. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the mix and match pastas, I mean, I have one of the menu pages here, or it might be the menu page. I don't think there was a lot of options. But just a list. In bright, so badly printed, uh, just like not straight printing seemingly on bright Hulk yellow paper. It it's really something. like it, this would be a cool, independent, local wrestling show, not the menu for one of the most famous people in America's <laughs> restaurant. In a he, really prominent location. In, in a really prominent location. He, he looks like on the front of the menu, the, draw, the little like drawing of it, it looks like his hands are have he doesn't have hands and they're just permanently plates of pasta like he he's, he's like pasta, Lumiere. he's like or like yeah edward pasta yeah. hands or something but it, yeah. something else is off about this menu that really stuck out to me under mix and match your options for pasta angel hair shells fettuccine penne nuggets 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 <laughs> pasta nuggets excuse me 
<laughs> what does that mean? Pasta nuggets. Jason, you've never had pasta nuggets? I can't. I don't know. Unless that's like, like nochi, does he mean chicken? Nochi or something? Like Noki? Noki? What am I saying here? I'm trying yeah. to think of like the bigger pieces of pasta. I mean, maybe I'm, that's a, like, is it a kidified way to bring up gnocchi? Yeah. Maybe. Pasta nuggets. <laughs> pasta nuggets. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it does say, you know, it's, these are some of Hulk's favorite international pastas. <laughs> Which I'm sure he really consulted the countries the of the world. travels abroad. You know I'm getting white clam pasta nuggets, brother. <laughs> pasta. I, I, I travel far and wide, brother, to find the best pasta nuggets. Feature. <laughs> you can eat as much pasta as you want. Don't eat too much sushi. Oh, too much sushi. Oh. The greatest is how lazy this whole thing. It's so great how lazy it is. Um, it feel, yeah. I, I, there's too many holes around in here at the Mall of America. It wasn't even a year? It wasn't even a year. Oh, I think man. there was another one. It was in the food court, too. This, yes. so this might be the smallest location we're talking about this month. Yeah. Um, Hulkaroni and cheese for little pasta maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> little pasta maniacs. Jason, and then, would and you then consider what, yourself a little pasta maniac as well, a child? Uh, oh. Or now? I, I mean, uh, spaghetti and meat sauce and sausage was a once a week affair at my house. So, yeah. So, yeah, you were yeah, a little yeah. pasta maniac. <laughs> sure. Um, sorry, Scott. But I you got to put off. your pasta maniac money where your mouth is, brother. Coming to the ball of America. Show me how much pasta you can eat. <laughs> I'll stuff you full of Hulk O's. Hulk O's is on the Pasta Maniacs menu, but who knows if I'm saying that right? Maybe only Hulk himself could tell me Hulkio. And what is that? What's a well, Hulkio? That has to be like they bought like bulk quantities of spaghettios, SpaghettiOs. and are just calling it Hulkios. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Hulk himself even knows how to say some of this stuff because. This is, look, it's a longer clip. I'm tempted to play the entire thing because this, I think, is one of the greatest things a camera has ever been pointed at, which is, uh, this is from WCW Monday Nitro, September 4th, 1995. And this is this is the Hulkster himself in the Mall of America um, promoting as aggressively as only he knows how. Here's uh, Hulk trying to get the little pasta maniacs to the Mall of America. Jordan's got his restaurant in Chicago. <laughs> Coach Don Shula of the Miami Dolphins, he's got a steakhouse. But WCW's own world heavyweight champion Hulk Hogan. It's like children just like surrounding, yeah. it, like just a mob of children. Oh, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk. In the tiny, the, clearly there is no room to order in this little location. So, so Hulk's being mobbed, but this guy's going to fight through the mob. He's got pasta mania in the Mall of America. I want to try to get a word with him. If I could squeeze in there. Hulk Hogan coming up, debut edition of Monday Nitro, you've got Big Bub in the main event. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world? <laughs> you know something, Eric Bischoff? Tonight on Monday Nitro, Pasta Mania has got all my Hulkamaniacs running wild. And I've eaten so many Hulkaroos and Hulkyoos, I feel sorry for Big Bubba, brother, because tonight, brother, first time on TNT, I'm putting the WCW heavyweight title on the line. And with Pasta Mania running through my brain, who's going to beat Big Bubba tonight, Hulkamaniacs? This and is the debut the episode. <laughs> Wait, really? Right? Of, of Nitro. Yeah. It's what? It's a debut episode on TNT coming to you from Mall of America, and there is a 
essentially a local food court restaurant <laughs> commercial in the middle of it. It is, yeah, yeah. Yes. It is so crazy because like WCW crosses over like wrestling and theme parks and all these rest. It's like because Mall of America, they did shows there. And then you could also see it in Universal Studios. Like, there's a long tradition of wrestling well, at Universal City Walk. And no. the early days of Disney MGM Studios, well, right, yes. which we haven't barely even gone down that's, that rabbit yes. hole. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, in Mal- it's you're in- all our favorite places. <laughs> so, I guess that's like that was the idea, maybe partly for having Pasta Mania there. Well, and there was there was a whole big uh, separate event, which you can watch uh, in, in pretty camcorder quality. So, it's not really worth playing, but it's worth you can look that up on YouTube. And it's and just to say the official name of that event, that is the Hulk Hogan's Pasta Mania Grand Opening Pasta Challenge. <laughs> you can see in this flyer, Macho, Man Macho Man's yeah. part of it as well. But that I've thought about that so often over the Hulkaroos and Hulkaroos. <laughs> I don't think I don't know if Hulkaroo is anything. Can we spell? Anyone picture the spelling of Hulkaroo? Because there's Hulkios, which we just found. I think that's what he thinks he's saying. Yeah, but maybe that if maybe he's he, it's his restaurant. He's telling us that's spelled like I O S at the end. But Hulkaroo would be H U L K A. Y O U or Hulk or or O O like you who Hulka you and then what is you? it? Yeah, I don't. It's <laughs> it's all so it, unclear. This is one. This is one of my favorite things about wrestling is that like people learn how to do like a promo, which is like they're cutting a promo like that. They're that he's doing the same energy as if he was. He's trying to weave in the angle with the big Bubba. Is if he's going night. up against like th- this is all a challenge to his opponent, but yes. the opponent is the notion that children would not come exactly. eat as much pasta as possible from him. So yeah. like, there's been that's happened. I feel like in recent times there was there was a clip. Uh, there's a wrestler in AEW, Eddie Kingston, who's so good as far as being like a, a talker and on the mic. And there was a clip where somebody is like, hey, cut a promo on this chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> now, that's like a self-aware version of this, too. When he did it, he does like a really intense promo uh, talking about the chocolate chip cookie. Um, or I saw a wrestling legend slash home shopping legend, Don West, cut a promo a couple years ago at a convention. I don't, Do you guys remember... This guy, Don West, it wasn't at home shopping. It was like a different thing, uh, a different network. And they would sell Beanie Babies. They parodied it on SNL. Was it on QVC? <clears throat> no, it was something. It was like a less a less good QVC. Okay. Wow. There was a sketch. You remember the Mark Hamill like home shopping sketch? Yeah. Where they sold. So this was a parody of a guy named Don West who eventually went on to announce wrestling. And he was a guy who would talk like this. Can you believe it's like my Taffer impression, but he would be like, we have the glory bear. We have Tabasco the bull. I can't believe this deal. He's like only nine hundred and ninety nine dollars for these are all on YouTube. Watch them. They're amazing. We have 50 retired beanie babies. How are we doing this? And he would go nuts. And we watched it all the time as kids. And then he would be became a wrestling announcer. And I wow. saw him cut like do a promo like this a couple of years ago live in person in Schaumburg when there was a, a wrestling convention before AEW. But it's one of my favorite things is having like seeing people just go into their shtick like this with any sort of topic. Real it's good. Really yeah. fun. Uh, well, just the other day, the Super Bowl started with the rock cutting a <laughs> yeah, promo yes. on the Super Bowl, like selling <laughs> yes. us on the idea of the Super Bowl <laughs> on the field at SoFi Stadium. 
uh, it's probably a massively planned market because it's like WrestleMania sure. is there next year. Yes. He'll probably be in a match. NBC Uni- Universal was broadcasting the Super Bowl. Like it's, it all just kind of like ties mm-hmm. together in the background. Um. So yeah, Hogan doing this with pasta is very funny. Yeah. And <laughs> he kind of like half looked he had no time to prep this just like kind of like he just like check out the menu and maybe shatter a couple of <laughs> yeah. things that we have yeah god okay he looks at hulky just kind yeah. of mixes up in his brain all right okay exactly <laughs> we got so many okay like right before like they're like he's like what am i doing okay what is it pasta tell me some of the dishes and then they're like here it is and he goes all right i got it and he just does the thing he does all the time and it's fantastic you gotta um, be stuffing your face full of hulk on your brother it's <laughs> that we don't have hulk yet that's not a thing <laughs> this it doesn't would, matter just let him go I, this could immediately generate some goodwill for like disney if like bob chapek or josh tomorrow like recorded a video where it's like we heard your cries and they're back at disneyland resort the parking trams are back You've waited years. You want Bob Chapek to cut one of his trademark promos. Bob Chapek cuts a promo going like the food and wine festival back. The parking trams <laughs> are back. <laughs> there, that's more of an Eisner energy, though, what you're giving me. It's like uh, not that Eisner yelled a lot, but he had definitely had that like manic quality. Sometimes you but feel not like. aggressive. Like Chapek looks like we know that he when he speaks, he's very soft spoken. But he's yeah. also, you know, like big bald dude. He could like. If you looked at him, you might think that he could speak like that. That's yeah, true. Let's get, and everybody's only making him angrier and angrier. Like, he should just be a heel. He should be a heel. CEO. Yeah, CEO. that is true. He's yeah. he's right on the line right now, because this happens in wrestling, where, you know, people are getting booed, but they don't quite want to go to the dark side. So yeah. he's a tween. He's like a tweener, they call him, where they're in between being a... Oh, but to the audience, a lot of the audience, he's getting booed. Mm-hmm. So he really should just embrace it. I've seen your petitions. <laughs> you can shove them up your ass. <laughs> Did you know that the Star Wars hotel cruise ship, Han and Leia spent some of their honeymoon on it, but you'll never see them walking around in the park, you <laughs> scumbags. <laughs> JJ characters only. Yes, JPEG rules. Understand? <laughs> yeah, you don't like Lightning Lane? Well, everything is Lightning Lane now. <laughs> Pay for each ride, and the entrance ticket. Kathleen. It's a lightning lane to get here on the freeway because Chapek said so. Oh, Kathleen! Kathleen comes. She comes on screen with a garbage can and drops like DVDs of like this is the uncut original trilogy and just throws it in a garbage can like they. Oh man! Chapek should also start wearing the the Sting face paint as well oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. statistically it is likely that disney owns the crow and we just have missed it (laughs) that's true yeah somewhere in there it ended up at fox 2000's Mm. portfolio at some point of course they probably own that and the crow he's in star wars now (laughs) the shapexter says so oh what's this the last copy without mcclunky Oops, (laughs) Oops, <laughs> McClunky this. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> and then, like, cuts his own forehead Ooh, with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shapek yeah, just blades on stage. <laughs> cuts, yeah. I love this Shapek. Shapekster, I think, is the way to, you know, because you don't have to like him. He's just got to get the job done. Yeah, that's true. So he's Well, then, okay, then tomorrow has to run in with a chair. 
<laughs> and like yeah but the big twist is that he just turns heel too oh no <laughs> everyone like, thought he was the good guy but no he's bad maybe he's worse tomorrow you're not gonna be so pretty when i'm done with you yeah. and the big yeah it's like the nw so the nwo reveal was that hogan was the bad guy he was mm-hmm. the he was the mystery man oh sure yeah so this it could do a similar thing where tomorrow everybody thinking always oh, da- they thought tomorrow was daddy but he's bad daddy <laughs> NDO, new Disney order. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm your new Disney daddy, and you're going to like it. And, you know, like there's a wrestling faction called the Bullet Club uh, that generally they end up kicking out their leader a lot. So, like, it's always kind of a turn on them when they're not expecting it. So, like, Iger's, like, doing his final wave goodbye. And then tomorrow, and Chapek attack him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Iger is dead. Yeah, and uh, he puts him, (laughs) Kenny Omega finishes the one-winged angel puts him on his shoulders and like drops him real hard <laughs> aggressively and that's what chapek does to Iger through maybe he jumps off the stage at a d23 <laughs> through some tables <laughs> well yeah everyone notices it's like oh there's very elaborate like three-story scaffolding two-story scaffolding wonder what uh-huh. that's for <laughs> Uh, you wanted your yeti back so bad yeah. on everest well guess what we put up guess what we have a new yeti it's but it's Iger's dead body <laughs> we t- we glued some fur on it <laughs> boy isn't that scary and he's not going anywhere because jpeg says so <laughs> Man, he really should. This is the way. This is the future for him. One, one thing uh, before I get past Postmania, which is that the I found picture. Oh wait, two things. Uh, one, so yeah, immediate decay. It's gone so fast, and then the inexplicable uh, uh, eventual like fate of the Postmania sign. Have you guys seen this? Oh, that, yeah. the, what, that the marquee was just sitting in like a vacant Minneapolis St. Paul lot <laughs> just like and not over a door just over a regular wall with a bunch of trash <laughs> in the parking lot depending uh. on there's a lot of photos of this and you can get real sad with them if you want because there's real bitter snow around there yeah just I don't know I'm obsessed with how did the pasta mania sign end up on some random like auto parts wall it's so miserable <laughs> but I love like it someone bought it and then was told, get that out of the garage. I want to park my car in there. <laughs> somebody's wife. Yeah, somebody's wife is like, it was enough. I, do you undersold how big it was? I thought it would hang on the wall. Okay. We, could, we could buy a new car for the cost of this. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, it's taking up space. Oh. Put it somewhere. Go call your friend at the junk parts place. <laughs> You know, there's more. There's so much more. I mean, Hogan has it now, like a real seemingly like kind of trashy place called Hogan's Beach, which I believe is in Tampa. Mm-hmm. It's a new place. Like, we don't have time on the show right now to even get. I'm sure there's more funny pasta mania shit out there, too. But, like, yeah, where did all the pieces go? Like all five pieces, all five pieces. I don't know. There's that. Much I mean, I guess you're right. There's not that with. much. Um, but it's acknowledged still to this day because. Did you guys see that the Mall of America has a log flume ride? Oh, yes. And they there is a Paul Bunyan and a Babe the Blue Ox. And I found photos of Paul Bunyan wearing a Postamania <laughs> torn shirt with a yellow chef's hat 
his big like his big axe there's pasta dripping off of it i don't have the photo but there's pasta coming out of the ox's mouth and he's got a big belt that says he's like the pasta champion of the world and i saw these photos and i was like that's so funny and cool that they promoted the opening of pasta mania Mm. by dressing up paul bunyan no 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 i kept digging this was for halloween 2019 wow that is so much cooler than what so many theme parks do acknowledging the weird history of your place that is awesome that is like a knott's berry farm type of we know what the fans of the place want to see we're nodding to the history we don't hide from it yeah it doesn't cost a lot of money you know it's there for the people who want it you know yeah yeah geez awesome awesome yeah um, that is great yeah if you were if, yeah just didn't like you have to pay like a disney like two um, a couple hundred bucks to get like a retro night like that that might get close to acknowledging some yeah, dumb once shit briefly they do it but like yeah they, they don't yeah. want to you could tell right uh, um well what do you, are, do you do you want to name check anything else before we, before we wind it down well or? i mean i we didn't even get to the scott steiner shoney's restaurant which is sadly closed now scott steiner is one of the the beefiest men in wrestling i would say uh big papa pump is his nickname okay he only scott let me let you know he only cares about two things his freaks and his peaks uh, and what he, are his peaks? His peaks are his, his muscles. A peak? Yeah, like like it's a mountain. So you know, real, like when oh, he's, he's showing the bicep mm-hmm. off and yeah. he says his peak. Okay. Uh, and he. Uh, That's what Shapex says about. But he means the dis. He means <laughs> he means the mountain Disney mountain yeah, Matterhorn the Space Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> he really shouldn't call the fans the freaks, so though. It seems like counterintuitive. Yeah. Well, he's a heel now, though. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, yeah, he's what, he also owned a Shoney. Big though? Big Bad Booty Daddy is another nickname. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so he, I forget if he actually owned it. I, I think he like was a franchise, like franchisee, basically. Uh-huh. And he had a big opening. I guess we'll, we could put some pictures up, but he had a big opening in Hall, uh, Hall and Nash, Kevin Nash, uh, Super Shredder. They were there, some other friends of the WCW days, and they're all posing with Shoney Bear. Scott is a, you know, Scott usually. Wait, what's Shoney Bear? Shoney Bear is a mascot of Shoney's. I've never been, or I've never, like, there's no Shoney's around me growing up, so I don't know anything about Shoney's. There was one Shoney's around us as a kid, and, and it was only there for a brief moment, and we went once, and it, as a kid, I was like, this sucks. <laughs> this is like, it's a kind of a breakfasty place, but the toast was burnt, the meal wasn't very good. Again, for a kid to notice, it means it's probably pretty bad. Yeah, geez. But, did you ever go to Shoney's? No, I used confused with Perkins. There were Perkins mm. uh, here and there growing up. But Shoney Bear, yeah, was just basically like kind of a generic teddy bear. Uh, okay. That was the ma- is it probably still, yeah, still the mascot of Shoney's. So Scott had uh, yeah franchised this location and and it's great because where was where was this guy's? Oh, shoot, my phone is now uh, d- dead. So please, could you look up yeah, Scott's yeah. sign yeah. of Shoney's? Yeah. Specifically for the listener, he is usually wears like a chainmail headpiece yes combined with oakley sunglasses or at least one of those two things often both at the same time so yes. imagine that next to the shoney's logo ackworth georgia there you go <laughs> interesting uh, and this only started in 2016 and, yes and the pandemic killed it it's recent um and yeah he usually my phone is here he usually scott looks like this okay um but then he was he had the, like the shirt on like the shirt and tie he as did a, wear a shirt for his shonies yes um and he had a little like a, a memorabilia case of all scott steiner related um <laughs> you know title belts and pictures and stuff 
Um, but yeah, Nash Hall, Scott Steiner with Shoney Bear. Wow. Right there is one of my favorite photos. <laughs> Great. Um, and there's a really scary looking picture with, that says now accepting applications of like Scott Steiner with both of his uh, peaks out. Oh, yeah. He's, he's flexing. Uh, and it looks really scary. Like you're applying to a haunted house or something. <laughs> yeah. Are you man enough to work at my Shoney's? Yeah. You man enough to clean my restroom? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can I have off to go to prom on Friday? <laughs> what do you think? He, uh, <laughs> Maybe the peaks can answer you that one, freak. His, uh, he was also, Jeff Jarrett was there at the opening in Buff Bagwell to WCW Legends. Uh, and just fantastic. I wish I, it's closed now, sadly, I think during the pandemic, but I never got to go to the Scott Steiner Shonies. Um, well, what do we give the belt to of everything we talked about today? Now that we've thrown in Scott Steiner Shonies. <laughs> well, let me throw one more uh, menu item. Yeah. I forgot to shout out. I don't think we said it. Uh, crush rooms. We didn't say crush rooms. The episode almost ended. And we didn't, and we say didn't crush mention rooms. crush rooms. Crush rooms is so good. What a yeah. failing that would have been. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. That's the best one. Yeah. Crush rooms. Crush rooms. Bringing violence into the act of eating yeah. mushrooms. Okay. Well, there's no question with that. If there was any question <sighs> I think before you so. said crush rooms, I think the, the, the world's heavyweight wrestling related restaurant title <laughs> to the championship of the world obviously goes to the WCW Nitro Grill. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Until C- Cardona's can get up and running off the ground, which <laughs> I think I should pitch him that it should go in the giant indoor water park that the showboat hotel that he has wrestled at a couple times now I feel like is building as they wait for their gaming license to come back online. <laughs> <laughs> Seems uh, like a good place to invest your money. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it, Matt. Um, and yeah, until until Tony Khan uh, reaches out to us and we help him make the first AEW restaurant. Yeah. 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 Which, yeah. Um, well, again, we got luck on our side. Yep. We helped Matt. We brought back Planet Hollywood. And I think this is one of these endeavors is going to happen by mm-hmm. virtue of us talking about it uh, in this uh, in this big boy of an episode. <laughs> Very big is, are boy. Are you big boys at home? Happy with your content? Did you chow it down like a bunch of big plate of hoka use? <laughs> then if so, you survived Podcast the Ride. Wrestling Restaurants Edition. Boy, that was fun. That was great. Uh, hey, uh, more... Celebrary to come on both the second gate and the main feed. Uh, so much fun to come. Yeah. Uh, uh, do we do, do we save the best for last? We maybe save the weirdest for last. The weirdest for sure. <laughs> yeah. Seems. Uh, that seems right. Uh, do I have the plug things in front of me? Hey, thanks, Aaron, for the uh, the mm-hmm. Celebrity logo. Uh, follow all the Celebrity happenings on our Twitter at Podcast The Ride. Merch available in our T Public store. Uh, and for uh, one last Celebrity Celebrity episode this month, and the one that just dropped about uh, uh, Fashion Cafe and Mariah's Cookies, go to <laughs> patreoncom slash ride. Yeah. Um, uh, should we make Jason cut a promo as we leave on one of his favorite foods, <laughs> or like or like? Oscaring something the he's going to eat. Oscaring, yeah. That, like you, the challenge, it like that. It's something that he that thinks it won't be devoured by Jason, but it will. Right. I uh, maybe Oscar like. Yeah, I'm going to ask you. So yeah, you're a wrestler, and like that's one of your things is you're not going to beat somebody, but you're going to Oscar them up. <laughs> so you're right. Okay, let's see. You're having a feud with <laughs> thinking, yeah, like another podcast. Like an, you're feuding with Nick Weiger. It's a podcast okay. feud. Okay. Uh, Doughboy's host Nick Weiger, and you're basically saying you're going to beat him up, but you don't see you talk on only food terms. Um, okay, so that's the prompt here. All right. <laughs>
Nick, Nick, listen to me. I know you're hearing this. I want you to listen to me right now. Mm-hmm. You're weak right now. You've been a fit guy in the past, but you're coming off a year of not eating meat. And so I, I feel pretty comfortable in saying that I am going to Oscar the hell out of you. Oh. And I have a leg up. And the nutrients and the delicious tangy flavor of crab mixed with a savory egg-based sauce, a mother sauce, if you will, oh, yeah. is going to be a real motherfucker for you, son. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I like the methodical character you have. Yeah, you know, he's not putting the voice on. He's, he's, he's confident in, in his abilities, and he's yeah. just a stone-cold killer. But he's crazy, and he's got a, a vast supply of Bernays sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's going to make all other podcasts. The hose, like, Steve, I drive a beer truck, but the hose sprays Bernays sauce in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> or just vats of them. Like, like, there was a match where Orange Cassidy pushed Chris Jericho into a giant vat of orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's warm sauce. It's congealing. That sauce also is very difficult to make, and like you got to eat it fast before it congeals. Oh my, oh my god! Oh my god! Is that that's a Dorsey Brothers song? Jason Sheridan is in the arena. Oh my god! What's that he got? What's that? It's a big band What's that hose What's that full of? Oh my god! He's clinking, clanking crab legs together. We know what's about to come. It's Jason Sheridan. Oh yeah, and it's not. It's like the um, the warriors, but instead of coke bottles, it's stone crab legs on my fingies. <laughs> a weiger crab weiger. meat shall you eat in the year twenty twenty two? There's bitch. a crab, and there's a and there's a gimmick called the uh, uh, the brood. They were like vampires, and they would do a bloodbath, and maybe there's like a crab bath. So there's a wrestler in the ring, and crab just oh, falls just from the ceiling. Crab and old base, yeah. just stinging the eyes. I know you're a heat seeker, why? which is great because you're going right to hell (laughs) (laughs) he's just like you know actually not bad three forks (laughs) (laughs) okay buddy (laughs) hey that was fun thanks (laughs) all right yep (laughs) forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced by mike carlson Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.